haven't recorded in a little bit since when we're recording this. So that first sip of the caffeine and coke is very, very good. It's very, very good. <laughs> Isn't now. it always? It it always is good. But today, you know, I worked all week and mm. it's just, it's just a little bit sweeter. I'm just, just done for the weekend. I'm just to sit back, record a podcast, just and then just chill the rest of the mm. night. Yep. And the first Friday beer is always a little oh, different. It's great. I've been looking forward to it. But Matthew. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Now, Thank you, sir. It's episode, good to be here. Episode 78. 78. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fucking episodes. God I'm damn. kidding. <laughs> Man, I think probably, I can't remember in the first episode that I got on or that I listened to with Dawson mm-hmm. was, but man, it was, I figured it was back in the 20s maybe. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was a while ago. Come a long way. And I will say, I've been looking forward to this episode specifically because I have not recorded a one-on-one episode in a while. Really? It's been okay. a while. You're like, getting popular then. That's probably why. Yes, because every, everyone brings a friend or two now, but I, I really like the one-on-one episodes. Mm. But I was looking at the numbers in the last one-on-one episode I recorded that wasn't Drew Pace. Well, I, started <laughs> off, I started off year two with that one-on-one episode with Drew. Mm. The, the last one before that w- was Dawson Dunn, wow. episode 48, so 30 episodes ago. Wow, 30 episodes since I've had a new one-on-one, but obviously in year one, about this time last year, I was on, pretty much only doing one-on-ones. Yeah, well, yeah. here we are. And here we are. Here we are now. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Oh, yes. Episode 78. So, next. As I said, 30 episodes ago since the last one. Favorite thing. Okay, we got to take a shot. Right. We have to take the shot. We can't let that forget. We cannot forget. Now, Jake, I actually have a bit of an opener for you. Okay. So he came he came prepared. I came prepared. And before we even get into the shot, yes. I have a gift for you. A gift. Okay. That's right. This is unprecedented on the show. Could it be the first time? Yes. The the only gift the only time I can remember getting a gift for the show was that one time Brock was in here Uh and He's like, hey, you want to try one of these hard, uh, these uh, Bud Light uh, hard hard sodas? Oh God, he, that's gave, he gave me one of the orange, but that's the only gift I've ever gotten. That's not but a th- gift, that's sir. Not, that's not really that's a not gift. That's not a gift. That's not really a gift. But oh my gosh, what oh, could man. it be? That could be a disservice if you ask me. Uh huh. So he's, he's digging into the backpack. I sure am. So I was thinking, uh huh. This Jake fella, yeah, hardly ever talked to him. Maybe yeah. even never talked to him. Yeah. But I was thinking, what would this? What would this Jake guy like? Sounds I'm like so we're going to be getting pretty comfortable with yes. him over the next couple hours. So I'm so excited. What's a gift you get for the man who has everything? I don't. I don't know if I have everything. I mean, I have lots of bottles. Yeah, you got a lot of bottles, and I'm about to give you one more. One more. I got you a bottle of bottom shelf liquor oh. <laughs> because you sure as hell can use it oh more than I can. Oh my! So you oh go right ahead my. and throw that up on the shelf. Yes. On behalf of the podcast, thank you, Matthew. Absolutely. A little bit of Smirnoff strawberry. Strawberry. Because you know what? That comes right from La Crosse, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. I don't know who the hell left that at our house, but it sure as hell is better off sitting in this studio watching over the next couple of Oh, and trust me, every every time I see someone take a drink of this, I will give you a shout out on this show. Thank you, sir. Of course. That's all I could ask for. That's courtesy of Mr. Matthew. <laughs> yes. And also I figured it's probably better here because I don't want to, I don't want that to collect dust to my parents' liquor shelf because I sure as hell am not bringing it back. Oh, s- someone w- on the show will 
power through this. I don't know. Right. I don't know. I don't know whose name is written on it. <laughs> we'll find out. It might. It maybe it's me. Maybe it's God. I hope God, not for I, your sake. <laughs> I hope. I hope not too. That means the captain's running low, and I'm like, oh, gotta go to the Smirnoff. Yeah. God. All right. <laughs> well, we better get through this shot that we already uh-huh. got poured out. Yes. Of so. course. All right. All Cheers, right. sir. Cheers to the podcast. Here we yeah. go. I can't get enough of that. Doctors. Easy. Easy. I was telling you earlier, man, we used to go crazy with the uh, cherry bombs down in lacrosse, man. They uh-huh. are they are something else. Yeah. Over I, at Legends, man, uh-huh. there's no better drink to start a night. Mm. Gets you going a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm i still a fan even after taking so many shots of that shit. Yeah. Still a fan of it. Going to keep it going. Also, we have Max in the studio right now. Let's go. Yep. Sometimes he'll come down and visit, but... Apparently he likes you, so there you go. He, he's all cool with you. Now, <laughs> it's good news. The first of the many questions. Have remember, a shot. Do you remember when you first heard about the show? Do you remember at all? I like I'd like asking this to people. You know, I think where it would have crossed my Instagram feed, which is indeed where I first saw it. Yes, like many others. Yeah, I think it would have had to have been um, somebody like reposting like one of your posts to their mm-hmm. stories, their Instagram stories. Yep. It was probably Dawson, to be honest. But I just remember, so uh-huh. I'd, I'd maybe seen you like once or twice in yeah. high school. We never we never talked. Yeah. But I I knew what you looked like, and I just remember seeing a bunch of people I knew mm-hmm. just like taking photos mm-hmm. like with you, arms around you, mm-hmm. really sweaty for some reason. I didn't know why at it's the time. It's warm down here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it gets there. Oh. Trust me, once you get a few drinks in you and you're sitting here, you're just talking nonstop, nonstop. You go out there, you got a good sweat going. It's oh, like, yeah. Oh, mm. yeah. It, get, it gets pretty warm in here. That's why we have the fan going nonstop. Yeah, right. <laughs> so uh, just seeing pictures of Jake Livingston and a bunch of people I knew from high school all sweaty, mm-hmm. draped arms around each other. Yeah. And I was just like, what the hell is this? <laughs> so I looked into it a little bit, saw code 1030, mm-hmm. um, figured out it was a podcast. I looked up the name of it to try and figure it out. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure I got it right away, but I think obviously you addressed it pretty early yes, on in I, a couple of the episodes. Yes. So it's a little bit. It's a little bit of a hidden knowledge. It's like an Easter egg. So. Uh, it is. A lot of people have who have like really haven't listened to the show. Every, everyone has questions about the name, mm-hmm. and it was the hardest thing to come up with. Absolutely, it, w- it was like I because. I didn't want to call it the fucking Jake Livingston show. I get <laughs> You'd have about a quarter of the viewers right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was like, I gotta think of something that isn't done. I had so many names that were great, mm. but other podcasts had that name. So I was yeah, I was want to get hit by copyright. Uh huh. No, thank you. So I I would, before I started the show, the name didn't actually, the name didn't actually come about until within a week or like within a few weeks of me recording the first episode Mm -hmm. it wasn't like i didn't come up with the name before i had i said i had all the equipment set up i had drew lined up to be a guest before i had come up with the name wow and i basically like officially decided on it right before drew came in and just like a ray from heaven Uh code 10 code 10 30 it was big bright letters nice nice and short and concise and has a little meaning behind it and no one else has it so absolutely absolutely so it's it's a great name it's a Mm -hmm. great name now how many episodes have you listened to do you you, are you 
Uh, you, don't worry. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Oh, I'm not going to hurt your feelings, and I know that is a fact. I was just trying to think here. Um, it's quite a few. It's quite mm. a few. So I started listening, and I was pretty mm. selective about it because I wasn't sure who yeah. I'd want to listen to for about three hours in yeah. a row, especially yeah. when I'm like <laughs> at work doing some, oh, man, I got a bunch of just terrible stories about my last internship last summer, but oh, that's where I watched the majority it. of your episodes. Yes, we get, we'll talk about that internship okay. later on. Don't oh worry. It's, it's in the notes already. <laughs> Man, I don't even want to know where you got that information. You were probably doing some deep searching on oh, me. We were, we were going to talk about internships. I know you had an internship, so I was like, hey, where, where, where else have you been? Yeah. Where, where? Right. Yeah, I so I was a little more selective early on, but then I was just like, you know, this Jake guy, he's getting pretty good at talking to random mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And... I like you you're just you're good at facilitating a conversation which obviously after you know 78 episodes you have to be yeah somewhat and so <laughs> I started to listen to to people who you know I I wouldn't say that I had no interest in seeing what they're yeah. up to but people that I'd maybe talked to once or twice throughout high uh-huh. school and they're all just they're all good yeah like they all have like content to them and you know, the crazy thing is I'll start watching one of the the podcasts mm-hmm. and I'll just be like, okay, I'm just going to just see what this one's about. I'll start playing it. And mm-hmm. It'll be like half an hour later. I'm like, oh my God, am I still listening to the same one? Like, <laughs> like it just kind of pulls you in a little bit, yeah. which is, is crazy. And I think it's just because, you know, uh-huh. you know the people. And so there's some like natural curiosity, yes. like what everybody's doing. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. And one thing I've no I've really really noticed about starting this show is that even the people who you think oh they they on the surface you might say oh they're not that interesting you might right. just, you might just brush them off and be like I don't two hours of them talking what are they going to talk about right. what the fuck everyone has like stories everyone has some stuff that happened to them everyone can talk yeah and I just got to ask the right questions yeah and, no, that's, and that's and that's great though because I mean I think it, it definitely speaks to your ability to conduct the podcast and I think that it's definitely something that I've noticed that you've gotten mm. better at especially oh, carrying insanely. out through these like little like it's not just awkward silence let me grab another question you're kind of carrying it out through yes. you know I, I have my moments where I I look back on episodes, even episodes I did like uh, like two weeks ago, and I'm like, I look at parts of it, and I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, that's a little rough. You have a three hour conversation; it's going to get there eventually, yeah. at some point. At yeah, some point. yeah. I've like in at the time we're recording this, the most recent episode to come out was episode seventy five. Yeah, and at whilst well, I got really, I was really drunk about two and a half <laughs> hours in. Jordan. Barthuli, who's on, I actually called him the wrong name. I called him Connor. I was like, I, I, I addressed him directly. He was sitting right where you were. So I look him in the eyes and I go, so, Connor. And he's like, hmm? he's like looking around like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh. And he's like, uh, you mean Jordan? I'm like, yes, Jordan, Jordan, yes, yes. Every, every now and then that, that happens. You better be glad you don't have a girlfriend yet. You do that with her. Oh. You're in the doghouse. Oh. You might never see the light of day again. Oh, and what's... What's the <laughs> another thing that always happens? I forget what happens a lot on a lot of these podcasts. Naturally, they all just kind of <laughs> blur together because, like, you're in here one day. I may record another episode tomorrow, mm-hmm. maybe the day after that. For sure, get at least one in every week. For sure, at least. There you go. Here's a question for you: How many how many weeks out do you have like lined up from now for posting videos? It's it's not that much. I I prefer. I like having episodes stacked up, yeah. but at the same time, I don't. Okay. It, it, there's, 
pros and cons to each sort of way. So like right now we're episode 78, episode 75 just came out. So it's going to be like three weeks before this one comes out. Mm. It's not insane buildup. Yeah. It's not insane amount, but like the one thing I didn't like about last year when I was doing this and obviously towards the end of the summer, I'm sure episodes will get stacked up this year. Kind of like the word last year. But the one thing I didn't like about that was that we would talk about certain things that in the episode wouldn't come out for a month and a half that would become irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, I guess I could see that. And watching yeah. some of the old episodes too, uh-huh. like you, you sort of notice like it's weird. Like it's current, but yes. it's, it's like current like a couple months ago. It's like... Yeah, yeah, we're all of a sudden we're talking about some current event but then the episode comes out and it's not current at all mm-hmm. it's like oh that was old news that was a month and a half ago but when you go back and you're like 60 and you rewatch these it's gonna it's gonna be weird it's gonna be like a time capsule you're gonna be like oh it's my god be, it's gonna be so strange we're paying five dollars for gas man <laughs> now it's like at least a hundred <laughs> <laughs> oh oh that's oof. but yeah so one thing i i'm pretty sure i'm gonna do for year three year three so obviously i'll be pretty much done with school by then mm-hmm. i'm just getting my associate's degree and i'm out sure what yeah. was your what are you studying again uh business management and matc yeah okay yes no nothing nothing too special just getting that out of the way mm. and then so obviously i'm gonna get probably a lot busier as i'm looking for jobs or look maybe going maybe going to more school i don't know at this point i'm literally just taking it a year at a time i have no idea where i'll be for a year from now so i hope be able to put out as many episodes as i have been Mm. but there's a chance it could slip to like oh every other week i put an episode that's a possibility I, i i don't know yet but the one thing i want to happen is that when i record an episode it comes out within a week yeah so even if I record two episodes one week, I have two I'll release two episodes the next week. So it's always current. So like when you're when you're hearing someone on the show, you know, oh, that was recorded like three days ago. Yeah. Now I did have a question for yeah. you. Yes. I wanted to ask you this for a while now. Just because I hear so many of these and, and you obviously this is your this is your baby. Like you you've been doing this for so long now mm-hmm. and you've put so much time into it, obviously. Yeah. Looking at the studio quite a bit of money too. Mm-hmm. Is this your dream? Is this what you want to end up doing? Like, if if things were to go right, would you do this if for a living? Things, yes, yes, I would. But when I think about it, I would have to get so lucky that I I can't really plan like that's going to happen. Right. Like, there's even if I were to sit down and be like, okay. As soon as I finish school, I'm going to devote all of my time to podcasting. Mm. There's still an insane like probability, probably like 95% chance that it wouldn't go anywhere. Well, people still go to yeah. art school. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it's, it's I, I'm just treating this like a hobby right now. Right. A hobby, and I really do love doing this. Mm-hmm. I have so much fun talking with just random people yeah. that... I'm able to, I just keep working at it. And if somehow, some way it gains any sort of traction, I'll keep going with it. Mm-hmm. I'll ask you okay. another hard one. Yes. For your curveball here. What do you think would have to happen for this podcast to take off to the point where you could get ad revenue? Oh, the, 
have you have you researched have you researched into what makes yes so the things that would have to happen there are kind of like two ways i can think of that yeah so the one way you instantly can gain popularity for a podcast is you have popular guests I'm talking like celebrities mm. athletes you know just big names the bigger take off one day yeah maybe <laughs> you get, or somehow you get like a a big name on the show that that instantly boosts it up but like the the slow way that you can really gain is if you find like a a community like eventually at some point in the next like few years i want I mean, probably in the next year gonna move the studio into madison okay into madison so okay. once i'm down there if somehow I'm able to like build kind of a community and more and more like let's say UW Madison students like the show, I gain like that community mm. that can enjoy listening to this and that community can sort of spread. That'd be that'd be like the slow burn right. way where that that's that's pretty much the only ways I can think of. Yeah, well, I mean, if you think about it, it's like so. Stoughton is a small yes. small city, thirteen thousand. Uh huh. If you got this podcast to Madison, even so, you know, what is your, what is your, um, target audience here at Stoughton? Obviously it's people mm-hmm. from Stoughton people. Obviously it goes mm-hmm. further than that, which is awesome. Yes. But it's people who know people you know, uh-huh. that are on the show. Yes. So you bring that to Madison and you do that. Yes. All of a sudden. Pe- yes. Exactly. Your target audience is exactly. 200,000. Obviously uh-huh. there's some adults who probably might not buy into yeah. it, but yeah, but that's the thing where. The people who, like yourself, who really enjoy the show Mm. are the people that, oh, I found so-and-so who was on it. I listened to that episode, and then they liked it, and then they listened to more. So if I just, I just got to get some names on where, you know, a couple hundred people are like, oh, he he was on, I'll listen to this. And then all of a sudden it kind of spirals into, oh. Who else do they have on? They had that person, that person, and then it just grows. Now on to Platteville. So I know what this is like, but I got to ask, is MATC kind of mostly a suitcase school? Like you wouldn't really have people that you'd want to come and bring on to, or is it just mostly online right now? It's, I do it completely online. Okay. That makes sense. That's that's what I do because I don't know. I've only, I, I've said it many times on the show. I'm good at school. I don't like school at all. Yeah, I don't. I just don't like it. I'm just not a fan. So, MATC online is like, and I, I always like working by myself, kinda, especially mm. on like school things. So, MATC online is just it's just really been nice, and I still get like all my like social interaction through this podcast. Yeah. And MATC is so flexible that, especially toward once I get a few weeks into a semester, I can work ahead. So that if all of a sudden someone wants to come on the show on a random, you know, Wednesday, I can do that. No problem. Mm. No problem. Yeah. So it, MATC has just been flexible in that way where I can really work around the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So that's well, maybe what, wherever you work after after college, you might bring it there. Uh-huh. Who knows? Hope, maybe. I hope so. Some sort of business management company. Yeah. It might take I, off. I, I have, you I might have, make a business management podcast. Yeah. I see. You see, I have no <laughs> idea. See. I I can't even rule it out because I literally have no idea. As I like to say is that, so obviously you probably know I went to Ripon College for a little bit. Sure do. And then left that. 
So up until that point, I had a plan, a set plan. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be here at this age. I'm going to graduate and then hopefully have an internship. And I was like at this company doing this. And I had like a whole plan figured out. So once I left, I threw that whole plan out the window. And then I don't know why. I kind of enjoyed like the being spontaneous kind of where yeah. I don't know where I'll be a year from now. Kind of like I don't know what guests are going to be on. There's like there's a chance I'll be... Oh, Max, he's got to say hi. <laughs> but there's a chance I'll be like recording tomorrow. I have absolutely no idea who yet. Mm. I just enjoy that that change of pace. I don't know. Definitely. I, I, don't, I don't necessarily know how to say it. But I, I could never be one of those people. Like I know those people who have planned out their whole life. They know exactly where they'll be 20 years from now. Yeah. I, I could never be like that. I've, I've always been. I'm not always, but recently, especially, I've been taking it literally a day at a time. So I just have a loose schedule, and then I'm just all over the place. And so far, it's been working out okay. Right. Somehow, some pieces fell into place. Mm. It first started about a little over two years ago. Oh, no, yeah, about over two years ago, about. And so after I left Ripon, and I was just like, oh, let's just try all this other shit. And I was just doing all this research trying to figure out what I want to do with my life and somehow a podcast came out of that and somehow you know every, everyone always talks about wanting to start their own podcast and somehow right. somehow happens. yeah it never happens I it's amazing how many people will come on the show and be like oh I want to start my own podcast and I want them to mm-hmm. I encourage it I'm like yes do it do it do it I'll come on the show I I love other podcasts I don't feel I don't view other podcasts as like competition yeah. Like it's not like oh so and so is a podcast I got outperform. No, it's like it's like I I use like a hobby and the more people that are in the game it's it's more fun. Yeah. It's more fun. It's like it's like I enjoy golfing. I wouldn't get mad if like all of a sudden someone down the road picked up golfing. No, it's just another person I can play golf with, you know? It's just another friend, another podcast in the community. So, you know what Jake, I have, to, I have something to tell you. Yeah. With that mindset Mm-hmm. You'll go far in business. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not about making enemies. Yeah, none, none of that shit. I, yeah. I, I, I like to think I'm a very friendly person. I, I don't think anyone has come on the sh- as far as I know. I don't think I don't think anyone's come on the show and regretted it. Mm-hmm. As far as I can tell, I just enjoy having a good time. Absolutely, that's it. I don't care who you are, what you do, just have a good time. I'm going to give a challenge to you. If you can bring this back up later, I'll tell you the story. But I'm the same exact way. Uh-huh. There's only one person, uh-huh. after, okay, after my whole middle school thing, that actively didn't like me. I like to think I made amends with every single human being on this uh-huh. planet. Yep. Except for one person in one college. One person. Yep. In college or in high school? It's in college. In college? Yep. Did you know them from high school? Not at all. Not at all. They're actually in my fraternity. Which another one I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna challenge you to bring back around because you probably didn't know I was in a fraternity. Actually, it might be in my Instagram bio, so you might have a question or two on that. I did see a bunch of mixed match just letter combos, <laughs> and I was like, "That's Let's all it see. is." <laughs> I was trying to figure out what they meant. I was like, "Hmm, maybe I should specify <laughs> that." Would, that uh, now that I think about it, that sounds like a really good idea. Yeah, I was like, "I have no context. It's literally <laughs> just the Greek letters." Mm-hmm. And oh, I, 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 I rem- so I make all these notes like 
the day of. I don't, I don't like making notes for a podcast, like, really in advance. So, like, I made all these notes, like, a few, like, within two hours of you walking through the door. Okay. So, I, I was looking at you. I always look at people's Instagrams. I remember looking at those letters and be like, the hell does this mean? What, what does that mean? <laughs> and I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. I was like, hmm, I'm sure it'll come up eventually. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been uh, quizzing you so far. I'll yes, let you get into your yes, questions. Back into my questions. <laughs> so, were you nervous coming in at all? Do you did you how were you were you nervous? Let's just go with that. It's very broad. Yeah, I mean, so I like to think that. I mean, even in school, I was all right with public speaking. Uh-huh. Um, it took a while for me to get confident, especially oh, with same here. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Like, so I I came into high school as this, like, weird, long-haired, lanky guy, mm-hmm. had some weird friends, and I was just, like, I I don't know, I had no social ties, really. Yeah. And so I joined soccer, and basically that's where kind of my entire life started, started to, like, normalize, I suppose, and that's where I started to gain confidence from. I guess just yeah. <laughs> kind of being a part of something. But uh-huh. anyways, that's a total different story. The reason I think that I'm not nervous right now is because I have done so many job interviews that I was not <laughs> qualified for <laughs> at all. And boy, let me tell you, when you go into a job speaking to somebody that you yeah. know has like 20 years of field experience uh-huh. and the only thing that you can give on your resume is like something from high school. You gotta, well, you well, gotta start bullshitting. <laughs> Let me tell you well, that. You well, gotta start making a lot out of a little. How often did, did you have these experiences? So, my sophomore year of college, um, I I really wanted an internship, um, uh-huh. just because my my goal basically throughout all of college was mm-hmm. to make Big Four, which mm. in terms of accounting, which nobody knows or should know is basically just the four biggest public accounting firms. So that was my goal. And lacrosse is not recruited by, you know, the big four. And that's all I'm going to cover because I don't want anybody mm-hmm. to stop watching the podcast right here. Cause <laughs> if I start talking about accounting, you're going to lose a lot of viewers. <laughs> let me tell you that. So essentially I really wanted to get uh, an internship my sophomore year uh-huh. and you're not qualified for internship yeah. <laughs> sophomore year. So essentially, I think I interviewed, I got to like the second stage of interviewing with three different companies. And yeah, no, I, so I got to the second stage and I uh-huh. think it was just probably based yeah. off of my good looks or whatever. Yeah. Did, did I was, I was the trophy intern, but I never quite got it. Cause uh-huh. again, yeah. wasn't qualified. But you, did you have one of those <laughs> moments where like you could tell, like the person interviewing you was like, uh, you, like eh. you know, okay. So I think as like with, if they didn't, we're going to reject me based on my resume. Uh-huh. So they, they, I wouldn't even get to the, like, I wouldn't even get to the interviewing process. Mm-hmm. But the thing is when you're in business and you're making a resume, mm-hmm. I don't have to think of something on the fly here, but if you're, if you say you're doing like a, like a, you're doing something stupid for your school. Yeah. You're literally just like running files to, I don't know, your account, like your department chair's office or something. Mm-hmm. You're going to make this sound like you had the greatest internship, greatest like learning experience of all time. You led 
a hundred different people mm-hmm. and all you're doing is pushing paper. So essentially to be in a business internship, you have to, again, make a lot out of a little. So I think that's sort of where my confidence in speaking yeah. comes from. Mm. So not, not too nervous. Yeah. To answer your nervous. question. <laughs> Some people come in, they love the show and they just get kind of, Shell shocked, let's say, and they just like sitting there. That I gotta really like work on them. Yeah. yeah, I gotta really open them up. This fucking dog is—he's—he's he's, he's going everywhere. He's just pacing around. For those of you that have been in the studio, he's been like walking behind the uh, the the huge interface thing I got here, and like down near like the cords and shit. I don't even know what the fuck he's on. You okay, Max? You doing okay? Yeah, good. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I need to say this now because I realize I'm on a podcast and nobody can see my facial expressions. Yeah. If I ever come off as arrogant, it's dry humor, I promise. Because <laughs> I, I promise you, I take the piss out of myself all the time. Like, it's all it's all a mm. joke. Mm-hmm. And I used to, I used to, I feel like people, like, oh, when too. I started college, I used to, like, I think people didn't like me because they actually thought I was arrogant, but it's literally a joke. Like, yeah, it's all a joke. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I learned this. This is this is one of the things you learn in business. Self depreciating humor mm. is the most attractive form of humor. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I do it all the time, all the time. You're like the funniest guy I know. <laughs> <sighs> Never get sick of watching this guy. <laughs> now, I gotta ask. So, this is does the studio look like how you expected it? Like when you were listening, I gotta know because obviously not never being able to see the studio, listening to episodes. Does this look remotely anywhere like you expected? Like what were you expecting before you walked through the door? No, I was telling you, man. These podcasts, it doesn't sound like people are sitting on a couch. I had no idea there's a couch in here. Mm-hmm. Like, I was a hundred percent sure in my mind that you guys were sitting Joe Rogan like across the table on yeah. two different chairs. Yeah. You know, like I thought this was like an upright face-to-face sort of thing. But no, this is, it's relaxed in here. It's yeah. got a nice laid vibe back. to it. Yeah. Very laid back. Yeah. And you know, it's 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 got a nice, like, I expected, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say because I know that, that uh-huh. you're not like running on a multi-thousand dollar budget in here. Yeah, no. And you said you used to have your bed in here. So Yes. But I would say it's still a lot nicer than I would have expected it to be. Good. It's good I'm to hear. Definitely comfortable. <laughs> it's good to hear. You know, I don't want anyone coming in here and being like, "Yo, that's a piece of shit." This is beautiful. It's beautiful. beautiful. Oh, it's it's a perfect hangout spot. Sometimes, like when I have like friends over, when we we just come in here and we just sit because you got couches. Whenever you got all the drinks, you just sit here. Mm. It's the perfect hangout spot. Yeah, that's kind of how I wanted it to be. Originally, it was all on that desk, and it it it, it felt more like a bedroom than a studio. <laughs> it looked it looked more like a bedroom than a studio. Of course, everyone still liked it because, you know, it's, it, it was whatever. It got the job done. Right. We still had, we still had the same amount of fun, a lot of fun. But now that it's like this, oh. Mm-hmm. And some people, who were like repeat guests on the show, still haven't seen the year two studio. Really? Like wow. Dawson Dunn hasn't been in here since. No way. You gotta get him back. Yeah, I, of course, he will be back, and I'm. It's in the it's in the works. It's Looking in, forward to it's, it. It's in the works, but 
he hasn't like he hasn't seen the year two studio yet and some other people haven't where it's like oh if they could see what it's like now and they they loved it so much in year one mm. if they could see it now oh, it's so much better man it's so much better they'd be begging for a reappearance uh, i know and i want people to come on the show again and let me tell That's you guys it is it is really something in here if even if, he, if even if you don't like like speaking publicly, you gotta come in here uh-huh. just because it's a vibe. Uh-huh. If it's uh, nice. if you've never seen like a podcast studio before, I mean, obviously I hadn't before I fucking made one, but like it's it, it's interesting looking. Where if I hadn't had started a podcast, I would have been so nervous and so confused when I walked in here and just like looked at all this shit, like oh my god. Mm. But obviously. Now we're here. <laughs> now, has anything like really, really surprised you about the podcast? Like setup, where we are, the couch, the, the, the couch. couch. It's, it's, it's the, the couch. couch. It's just the couch. Would have never guessed it's a couch. Like I don't know what part about it caught me off guard so much, but like I think maybe part of it is because you're in like an office desk chair over there, mm-hmm. <laughs> across from this like three person like comfy ass couch yes this the one thing is that this was the same chair i i used in year one so i was at the desk in this chair i was like you know what they did sell like a a like chair that matched the couch but i was like it's nostalgic no i was i was like listen i i could use the same desk chair i've been using all of year one or I could drop another like two hundred fifty dollars. I'm like, hmm. is it really worth it? I mean, no. it'll it'll, no, it'll, it'll it'll just match a little bit more, and I'll just it, and I, the the one I was looking at I can't rock back and forth like this. There um, you go. It, there you go. It improves blood flow. Yes, helps your it thoughts. It does. It does. You go quicker. You're sharp. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Let me get this in nice and close. Yes. Drinking some Miller Light today. Uh-huh. Miller Light. You're repping the brewery shirt, and I see today. Yes, you know, of course. Miller Lite. Uh-huh. This is a hot, hot debate, which, and it's a hill I will die on. Mm-hmm. Miller Lite is the best tasting classic American light beer, and a lot of people will go down the Coors route. Mm. Basic Coors cannot get behind. Coors Banquet is a different story. I like Coors Banquet, but it's mm. a little more. It's for occasions. Mm. And I will definitely say I'll have a Coors Banquet over a Miller Lite. Yep, I still haven't made that transition to beer yet. And oh, I it, know it'll ha- it will happen. It will happen. It's, not, it's and I want it to happen because it'd be so much. It'd be easier. It'd be so much easier. I could just be like, yeah, just give me, give me a Bush, give me a Miller Lite. Yeah, See, yeah. if I was on this podcast, like, and I knew you liked beer, I would have like bought a thirty rack, and we could have just split a thirty rack. And you, for yes, once, you would get free be, beer out of the be, podcast. It'd be so much easier, but. Nah, not mm. yet. I I I still try beers on the occasion. Yeah, but like I no, I was thinking of bringing it. you um a Rodler as a gift from Germany. So a Rodler. Okay, what's, um, a, what's a Rodler? That's uh, my next question. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So a Rodler, uh, translated to English, is basically a biker. Okay. So it's a biker beer, which is half beer, half lemonade. So it's like a shandy. Like, a, have you ever tried a summer shandy line in Kugels? I have not. So that's maybe where you start. That yes. might be that might be your gateway beer. Mm. I wouldn't recommend going down like Natterday okay. pathway because that's just like it, I don't know. It's just like a stomach rot basically. There's so much sugar in it. 
But lining Kugels is it's a nice middle ground, the summer shandy, because it is like a Rodler. It's like yes. lemonade and beer mixed together. Mm. Um, obviously, it's lighter, which yes. might not be. That's the one drawback to it is a Rodler is only like 2.5%. So yeah. hard to get drunk off of. But Yeah, but sometimes sometimes I don't really even want to get drunk. I just want to hang out. Yeah. That's a, that's a rare occasion, though. But. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> when you drink them, when you drink them by the liter, like they do in Germany, it'll yeah. still get you drunk. That's for sure. Oh, dude, oh. I should have brought my Stein on the that I brought back. From, or no, not not Stein. It's a Moss. Technically, a Stein is made out of stone. A Moss oh. is just a liter glass of beer. I should have brought it today. I should be drinking out of it right now. I was gonna say, what the fuck is a Stein and a Moss? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. We'll talk about your trip. That's a that's a huge brick of the questions coming up relatively soon, but. Don't Looking worry. forward to you. I got answered. Oh, I got answers. Don't worry. So, next. So, obviously, never having. I, 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 we talked about this a little bit already. Yep. Never having really talked to you before. Mm. Not in depth. Maybe I said a few. I maybe I said a few words to you at some point, but like I don't remember any conversations taking place. Yeah. But I was trying to think of the last time I really like saw you. No. Clue. No. I have absolutely no fucking <laughs> idea. No fucking idea. Did you take, I think it would have been, I think it would have been your senior year AP Physics with I Kelly. Did. Oh I my was, God, you were in that class? I was in that class. Dude, oh my God. For a little bit, for a little bit. <laughs> oh, okay. I left the class. Okay. I, sure. I was in it for like a month and I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, I, I was the same way. I was so sure I was going to be an engineer, dude. Uh-huh. Oh my God. But no, I don't regret taking that class, dude, because we hit me, Nolan, and Tom Apple, we had a fucking oh. time in that class. Oh. oh my God. I I was in that class. I loved the class was fun. Yeah. I it was I just couldn't I couldn't get the material. I was always like good at math. I was always that kid, but like I I You're reason, that guy. Yeah, that was that guy. <laughs> but for some reason a the physics just never clicked for me, and all yeah. of a sudden I was sitting there, you know, like a few weeks in with like a D, and I was like, "Holy fuck, what the fuck's going on?" And it was it was only getting harder and harder, you know, Kelly, <laughs> yeah, just ramping it oh up. Oh my god! And I, and I was sitting there, I was like, you know what? I think I should get out of here. <laughs> wow. And yeah, I no, did. that was a that was I, an interesting. Yeah, I, that was the last time I remember seeing it was in that class. Yeah. And you know, it's weird though, because, and I think you've mentioned this on previous podcasts, uh-huh. but it's like, I feel like I already know you so well because I've spent like tens yes. of hours listening to your voice yes. and hearing That's, stories about you. I had this question, this question later on, but we can do it now. <laughs> so how weird is it? Like, so obviously you just, you listen to my voice mm. for like you just said, don't hours. make it sound weird though. Like, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> you listen to it for hours and hours. How weird is it to like, to like, be see see me talking? Yeah, like just like obviously you're just listening to me in your ears, and like all of a sudden I'm just sitting right here. You know, it's weird. I feel like my brain is like on autopilot right now. I feel like I'm literally listening to an episode of the podcast right now because I can hear my own voice in my on ears. One. You're yeah. on one. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Like it's you're, you're 40 minutes deep into your solo episode. And oh, you're God. Wow. <laughs> God, time really does fly. Holy yes, shit. exactly. But um, we haven't even made a dent in the question, so trust me, you're gonna be here. <laughs> you're gonna be here a while. Strap in. We All got I got a while is to time, go. buddy. All I got is time. <laughs> but it's it's just larger than life. Like to come here and like. Because, like, it's, 
like so okay your your quality is very good like it's not like it's like the sound quality in terms yeah. of that obviously you don't have multi thousand dollar equipment yeah so it's i know not, i know it could be better yes right. obviously but it's like <laughs> it it still feels like a joe rogan or something like that type production because it's you know it follows the uh-huh. the same style it's just yeah. like you're getting somebody in here and you're just having a conversation uh-huh. with them oh yeah and so like for me to like be able to drive five minutes and then be over here and then be on the podcast like uh-huh. this is just weird uh-huh. to me the thing that that'll be really nice is that obviously since you you'll listen to more episodes after this is that you'll be able to understand where stuff is going on like yeah when I, like when <laughs> i say someone is like passed out on the futon mm. you know where that is now Wait, people like actually pass out during their episode? Uh, people have had to take breaks. Really? <laughs> yeah, Abby Roof, that was the most recent one I can't really remember. She was man laying on the futon eating a bunch of granola. She had, freshman she, or No, she <laughs> She's my age. Okay. My age. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't we don't think that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, so some people get in their episodes they have to literally take breaks. Some people like come in with, you know, three people on the couch. And I'll see someone just sit, be sitting there, and they won't talk for a while. No I life can, in their eyes. I can, I can tell they're just sitting there, just trying to focus, just trying to bring it together. <laughs> wow. And it's so much. It's so much fun. Because <laughs> wow. some of these people, I, like I haven't talked to in ye- most of them, I haven't talked to in years. So like, I get the next time I see them, I get to get drunk with them. Yeah. And then if some people come on the show, and they, you could tell that they don't really drink. Yeah, it's and pretty they, obvious. They, yeah, and they come in, they're like, you know what, I don't... And they have rides, obviously. But mm-hmm. they're like, I don't know what what I want. And I'm like, you want a Captain and Coke? And they're like, sure, why not? <laughs> why not? And I mix them one, and then they're just fucking dying. Yeah. And I'm just like, how's it going? <laughs> and see, that's the thing. So my when I met my uh, girlfriend, she was a freshman. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so... It was towards the end of her freshman year, so I shouldn't call her out. Uh, but she was a freshman, and I would go out with her friends sometimes. And so they're yeah. all on, uh, you know, they're all in the. So my girlfriend's on the volleyball team, and uh-huh. she had her roommates were all on the soccer team. Yep. And so naturally, because of you know the rules, uh-huh. like for being on a team, like a university team, there's like a 24 hour rule or whatever. And plus, if you get an underage, like you're mm-hmm. you're gone. Mm-hmm. So they don't drink very much, needless to say. Yeah. And so whenever they would drink, dude, oh my oh god. My god. It's, it's like they, they're not trying to enjoy it at all. No. Basically, they're either not gonna drink or they're gonna be vomiting in yeah. they're gonna have their head halfway down a toilet yeah. by ten PM. Exactly. And some people st- struggle to find that like happy medium where they just like. And I don't even know if they want to. That's no. the thing. It's just like I'll just be like, like you're gonna be really like you're gonna be regretting every decision you've ever made if you uh-huh. don't put that like drink down right now. Yeah, I'm telling you that out of experience. Yeah, and then just be like, oh, that's fine, and then just yeah, like exactly. chug their drink. It's like I don't. Uh-huh. When you when you don't have that experience, yeah. I feel like you haven't been in that position uh-huh. where you're just pr- like you're just saying like, just make it go away. I'll never drink again. I swear. At uh-huh. like twelve a.m. when you're oh. just so fucked up, you yeah. just haven't had that experience yeah. enough times. Yeah, but I, when everyone starts drinking, everyone has to. Everyone needs those like dozen experiences. They're trying to gauge their tolerance. Yeah, and 
not everyone has reached that that yet where no. they know what's going on and like how much further they can push it before they're down in a hole. Yep. And that it's it's rough to see. It's, it, is. It, it is rough to see and I've seen it on the, I've seen it on the show where people just don't they don't I can see it in their face. I'm like, you know, maybe you should take it a little easy and they just keep going. <laughs> and I'm just like, listen, you can do whatever you want, but that's got to make you worried, though. Just like thinking they might just like throw up at any point. I've been, I've been very concerned. Yeah, <laughs> I can see it in people's faces when yeah they they're like stumbling around or and they're they're going to the bathroom every every five minutes, pretty much. Oh, God, it's it's all over the place. Yeah, but well, <laughs> but obviously I've I've been I've gotten really good at gauging like where I'm at like drink wise because. Once I get too far, I can barely <laughs> hold the fucking show together. I mean, seven, 78 of these, you you better. <laughs> yes, I better have. I I remember episode one, I remember uh, with Drew, I remember just like I was throwing back the rum and Cokes. Mm-hmm. Still not. I, I've been drinking for a little bit at that point, but it's not like I was a fucking veteran in any way. Yeah. And. I just remember getting to a point where I was like, "Holy shit, no more!" Because I could, I could feel it slipping. I could feel, I could feel the standard <laughs> slipping through the floor, and I was like, "Oh shit, hold it back, hold it back!" And then I ended the show. And I was like, "Thank fucking god, and yeah, got out." But I, I, I don't push it too far. You know, sometimes like off air, obviously, I'll go a little further. Right, naturally. but obviously. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you've heard me. You've heard me really drunk on air. That's that's, <laughs> that's the me, best. That's, that's, that's me hold. That's me holding it back just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. I I could always push it a little further, but ugh, never on air because mm. I I gotta be the one holding the ship down. I gotta I gotta still end the show and all that shit and, and take a fucking picture afterwards and all that. So yeah. I gotta I gotta be able to hold it together. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so. You were talking earlier a little bit, before, like before the show started, but like who you were in middle school. Middle okay. school, okay. How does middle school you differ from like who you are now? Well, where do I even fucking begin? Um, so for those of you who knew me, I don't mean to like break the fourth barrier here, but um, I'll just start off with this. So, and I'll obviously for you, I'll give you a brief introduction. Mm-hmm. So since you didn't know me. Yeah. In middle school, I, I could fall into the category of like emo, right? Ah. Can you picture what that looks like in your head? Okay, were you like, uh, what kind of emo were you like? Wearing black all day? Did you have yep. like the bangs? Yep. Keep going. Yep. And, uh, you, 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 did you have piercings? <laughs> no piercings. No piercings. That, I got away without piercings. Um, I'll bring up a picture here. Yes, I need to see a picture. Um, but I'll keep going. Uh, uh-huh. so. In middle school, the reason why I looked that way, uh-huh. the reason why I acted that way, was because of women. <laughs> <laughs> the classic <They're>, answer. Yeah. <laughs> so when I was, what, oh God, how old would you be? Like middle school, like seventh grade, sixth grade? It's probably like 12, 13. Yeah, something 13? like that. So like there were like. Man, at any point in middle school, I had a crush on, like, these three different girls who I would hang around, and mm. they were all, like, in this group of, like, these emo girls, and, man, I was down fucking bad. <laughs> like, holy shit. 
<laughs> I basically base my entire personality mm-hmm. around like trying to get this middle school relationship working. Like oh. it was terrible. And it was to the point where like I would literally I'd just be like, fuck it, like anything. I Jake. Yes. Jake. Okay. What did you I do? wore I wore eyeliner to school. Jake. Now unfortunately, <laughs> I think I might have to get your Wi Fi password to get this picture off of Facebook, but dude, can you imagine how bad this is? Uh, you know, that's some dedication, man. <laughs> Dog. That's that's dedication. Listen, I was never that dedicated, but you better thank your lucky stars. Do you want me to hand hand my phone? Do you want this picture? I'll, I'll put I'll put the Wi-Fi password in if okay. you want. All right. This is I, I think probably a lot of people who are listening to this probably know what it looks like, but this is more for you than anything. Yes. Okay. Now, how and long? How long did this go on for? So this this was from the beginning of like middle school to, um, probably like right before freshman year of high school. So I'm very thankful that I got kicked out of it by like my interest in soccer, because oh, if this carried me into high school. Oh my god, I would never, I'd never live it down. Okay. So we got the we yes, got the internet. Yeah, you got the Wi-Fi. It's not it's not the fastest, but not worried. <laughs> I just have to be able to pull up one picture. Yes. Um. So I I will I apologize to anybody who knew me back then. I had this mm. whole this whole thing. Like I feel like I burned so many bridges in middle school mm. just because I was just like, oh yeah, oh the popular group. Like oh man, and it's just it's so <sighs> dumb. It's so dumb. Yeah. Because. I, I, I was super introverted, super quiet, obviously. And I remember also looking at like the quote unquote popular crew and be like, oh man. And just look at them and being, I don't know if you want to call it like partially jealous, partially right. like whatever you want to call it. But then I think since I started this podcast, I've had a lot of those people on the show. Mm-hmm. And then I started realizing, oh, they're they're just people that like to talk. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's literally it. Yeah, and so that's one of the great things about going to lacrosse uh, uh-huh. is that I've gotten to make amends with a lot of people who probably thought I was super weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know if we do names on this podcast or not, but I mean, it's just a lot of people who go to lacrosse who, like, I never, ever talked to in high school and have mm. just gotten the chance to reconnect with like it's so nice because it's yeah. just like i again we kind of were talking about this before i hate having people like knowing that like there's somebody who like doesn't like me yeah so it's just like being able to like reach out like for instance like drew anderson and this is such a funny story so mm-hmm. my first year at lacrosse i was living on state street mm-hmm. um in this house with like seven guys it was mm. i, I it was a sublease because i was transferring from platteville to lacrosse I found these guys on Craigslist. <laughs> That's where I found my sublease. So I was living with seven guys on State Street in Lacrosse. They drank like Tuesday through Sunday. Yeah. Like Monday was homework and then back to drinking. So these guys threw some pretty nice parties um, in our living room. Uh-huh. I'm surprised we didn't get evicted. Um, but I'm just kind of hanging out in our like kitchen. Uh-huh. And like all of a sudden I see like Drew Anderson. And I'm just like, hey, like, what's up? Like, it's just, it's so weird to see, like, people yeah. that you know from high school. And, yeah. Like, he was just, like, in my house. And, he, and 
you know, we were just talking for a while and then <laughs> he was just like, yeah, who do you know here? I'm like, I, I live here. <laughs> <laughs> and like, since I've seen him around campus and I think we, we even like, like played basketball like one time out on one of the outdoor courts over there. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just nice to be able to, you know, just reconnect with people. And that's one of the mm-hmm. reasons that I really like watching this podcast too, is because it's just it's cool getting to know like where everybody's at. Sorry. I'm just texting that fucking dog is whining up there. <laughs> I'm just trying to see where the fuck my dad and brother are at. No worries, man. Mm. Um, I found the picture. I don't have I eyeliner need, on. I need to see it. I need to see some sort of evidence. I don't know if you're ready for this, but here you are. What are we thinking about that, Jake? What do we think? You know, it's not as "quote unquote" emo as I, th- I thought you were describing. But well, it's okay, up there. that's a that's a picture of me at like before going to like like a eighth grade dance or something like that. I can show yeah. you a picture that's probably pretty emo. Is that, is that Maddie next to you? It is. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That was. Yeah, that was towards the end of it. Thankfully, she was one of the more normal people that. I started hanging around that <laughs> she kind of helped me get out of that thing. But well, no, the I, crazy part was I'm her. A, oh, listen, as soon as this podcast ends, we're going to, I'm going to ask who are the goth people you're going <laughs> after. That's, that's, that's the first question you're getting asked. Eh? Oh boy. Don't worry. That's, that's off the air though. So don't. yeah. Okay. I, I'm the gatekeeper for everyone's secrets. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll just be another, you got shit on everybody talking down on the golf course. Mm-hmm. God, you could blackmail about anybody in this city by now. Exactly. <laughs> And it's it's so much fun. I bet it is. It's so much fun. <laughs> oh, should be quiet, Max. I know. I I called in backup to come help you. Don't worry. <laughs> he's getting escorted. Yeah, he's gonna get escorted out. Don't worry. So, next up, we're on to kind of the lacrosse college talk a little bit more. Sure. How much long? How many? How much longer do you have till you graduate? So, I have about a year and a half left. So okay. Accounting is usually a five-year course. Again, I told mm. you I'd, I'm going to limit the accounting talk. Don't um, worry. <laughs> it's a five-year course. I'm down to four and a half just because I came in with credits. Um, and one of those um, semesters is going to end up being like an internship. Mm. So I think that's going to end up being um, my third internship, which will be at Deloitte next spring, which... Mm. I'm looking forward to so much. And it's so nice because like in accounting right now, you can literally just work from home like whenever yeah. you want. That, so that, nice. That's gotta be so, that, that sounds so nice. I, if I ever have like a quote unquote, like office, like job, mm. I want to be at home. Yeah. Like no, I, 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 I could so not, I could not imagine being in like a cubicle. That sounds so painful. Dude, it's like, so like online school, imagine you can just roll out of bed and just be at work. Like, uh-huh. it's so nice. Like, like when people say, oh, you start work at eight to be able to get up at 745. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Man. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, so really, I only have like a year left of like me being at lacrosse, which makes it so weird with like housing situations. It's mm-hmm. going to be a semester this year and a semester next year. Dude, I, I think I've mm-hmm. subleased. By the end of it, I'll probably have subleased like literally half of my college housing, which is crazy. It's so inconvenient. People are so like 
flaky with subleasing and like housing stuff. I bet. Yeah. I bet. And the landlords are all pissy because they have to uh-huh. deal with it every year. So uh-huh. they're not much help either. Yeah. The one bad thing about this podcast is that whoever I, I, I want to live like when I move out of here, get an apartment with like my brother or like a super close friend. Yeah. But if I, if I have to like find like some other roommate, they got to be cool with the podcast. Yeah, Which man. that is asking so much. That's literally asking someone to be like, okay, are you going to be cool with random strangers coming into the apartment and drinking with us till midnight? Jake, that's did- that's going to be impossible. <laughs> Jake, did I tell you I lived with seven guys on State Street? Yeah, I know. But <laughs> when I tell you there were random people drinking at our house until at least 2 a.m. most nights of the week. <laughs> I don't think you're asking for a whole lot. The most you'll have to ask for is quiet, I think. Yeah. Other than that, you're fucking golden, man. You'll find this podcast is it's dope. People are going to want to be on it. Like your roommates are probably going to want to be on it. Like, oh, yeah, it'll be great. The the weirdest thing for me is when I find out people are fans of the show like yourself, having never met them. Yeah. Where like all of a sudden then I do meet them mm. and I can tell that they know everything about <laughs> me, but I know absolutely yeah. nothing about them. Yep. Like this is, there's a guy at the course, he's going to listen to this, Cason Spurley, Cason Spurley. He's a big fan of the show, sure. but like I had never met him before he started working there and all of a sudden, yeah. all of a sudden you're just, you're just hanging out with someone. Like I couldn't imagine listening to hours of someone speak and then just meeting them having never talked to them ever in person it's Mm. gonna be the strangest fucking thing in the world you know but it's it's weird though because i feel like well so part of part of the reason why i think the time goes by so quick when you're Uh on here is one because you're good at what you do and two because it's like once you sort of kind of know how these things go Uh like you know the process of like, you know, you get asked the questions and it, like once you get used to a mic being in front of your face, it's just like uh-huh. you're one to one with somebody. It'll, it'll be strange. Once you have to once you have to crack the seal, the seal at some point during this podcast, you take the headphones off. It sounds fucking weird. Yeah, I bet, man. I bet. Because like I can like I can like sit sit here and like talk really quietly, but you can hear me super clearly, yeah. even though I'm like five feet away from you yeah it's it's so strange especially like you're hearing your own voice amplified back to you Mm -hmm. but like i feel like the conversation feels natural mostly because like i i'm just used to like listening to you talk like it's as weird as as weird as i literally just made that sound like i i've listened to so many hours of you talking that it's just like i don't know it just feels normal now yeah all of a sudden all of a sudden those people are finding my my voice to be kind of soothing, and they're all like, mm. Mm. Jay, can you record a, a bedtime, <laughs> bedtime, bedtime podcast? That would, that, listen, you'd have, you'd have to pay me. <laughs> you'd have to pay me. <laughs> listen, listen, Jake, I'll pay you. I'll listen, pay you, man. I'll if, tell you, you if, you're, if you're willing to sponsor an episode, listen, man, I'll, I'll do whatever you want. I got 40 bucks in my wallet 40, right now. 40 bucks, man, just shit. I'll, I'll record you at least, a, at least an hour worth of bedtime shit whatever you want you want me to you want me to read a fucking book to you want me to read your cat in the head i'll do that right into the mic right now Mm. don't worry Mm. (laughs) better make it worth my money jake (laughs) oh man oh man don't want to talk about this anymore (laughs) so 
obviously accounting classes, accounting classes. What? I don't even know, like, besides for, like, straight-up accounting classes, what is it? What classes are in, like, an accounting, like, degree? Jake, can I tell you something? Yeah, let's hear it. Jake, I'm terrible at accounting. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to, I'm not going to, okay, I shouldn't say I'm terrible, but I am, like, I'm so average at accounting. Mm -hmm. But the thing about accounting Mm -hmm. is that if you're really good at it and you're at, like, okay at talking to people, after five years, maybe 10, five years is not quite there, 10, 15 years, you don't have to do accounting anymore. Uh Uh-huh. So that's my goal, but, but wh- the classes are like cost accounting, which is like calculating like basically like the cost of doing things for businesses. So like, I don't know, like what's the opportunity cost? Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Dude, you could, you could watch I just took paint them, dry. Yeah. I just took them for, I took just the most basic accounting classes at yeah. ATC and it's just... It's painful. You said you were doing like personal finance at Rippin, right? Yeah, personal finance. So you kind of know. Yeah. You know how bad it is. Yeah. So I, I'm not gonna shit on accounting too much because, like, you know. But I, I, but I know what you mean. Like, why you're getting into accounting? Right. Because everybody, everybody yeah. asked me. First of all, both my parents were accountants. Uh-huh. Second of all, there's a lot of money in it. Yes. I thought when I left engineering, for sure, I'm gonna be making less money. Yes. Not totally the case. Um, like, I won't say numbers because yeah, finances. But, yeah, I, I know, um, I know, accounting just yeah. Like, I'm making more than twice as much as I made last summer per hour. Holy shit! Yeah, and I can I work from home. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting away with something. Like it's oh, insane. I bet. And I'm I'm literally oh. I've I've only completed my junior year of of college. Like, I don't know why somebody's paying me this much. Like, I do my job, and I'd like to think I do it well, but it's, I feel like nobody without a degree should ever be making, okay, I, I, I'm I not trying to brag or anything but like this, but to me, it's just weird. Like, it's just, it's weird. But so, accounting is boring. Cost accounting, yeah. and you have, like, intermediate accounting one, two, and three, which is just doing journal entries for literally just different really weird transactions Mm. um there's like ethics ones um auditing which is what i'm going to be doing i'm not going to be doing taxes yeah that was my gonna be my next question like do you with accounting do you choose like a very specific field of accounting like or do you just do the broad it can be it depends on what size company you work for. okay you'll be broad if you work for a small company uh right now i work for bdo uh that's like a mid-size accounting firm okay and um so like they do they do like a lot of private companies when i go to deloitte it'll be mostly public companies um and so when you go to a public audit basically you'll be working on one thing for basically an entire engagement and that's like a number of months so again for the first like two to three years of my career i'm prepared to be bored out of my mind oh yeah but oh, yeah. when you advance past that and you're kind of done being like a staff accountant, mm. that's when it gets kind of fun. Now, I got to ask. So besides for like, obviously, once you get further along in your accounting career, it, it'll, like you said, it'll get more fun. Yeah. What has been the most fun thing about accounting for you like right now or that you have done besides for like the future stuff? <laughs> 
I think the most fun thing that has come out of accounting thus far is probably being able to plan for what accounting is going to bring me in my future, I guess. There haven't been too many bright spots so far. Um, I guess one benefit is it's brought me to lacrosse from Platteville um, when I decided I couldn't oh. do engineering, which uh -huh. was, it was funny that you mentioned that you were great at math but couldn't do physics because I, I could, like, I barely, I got a C in calculus one and I was like, I can't do this anymore. See, I was, I was the opposite. Like, I was good at calc. I was good at calc, but physics just, yeah, didn't, didn't, didn't work yeah. out for me. Yeah. But, and then I'm just like, accounting is, it, it's a different, um, learning style for sure. I'd say, uh, -huh. uh, but accounting is so much easier. It's so much easier to mm. learn. It's tedious. It's boring. Yes. But it's so much easier. Now going from Platteville to the cross, was that at any point like a hard decision to make or was it just like the clear, like next path? Once you, um, once you decided, like, no more engineering. Yeah, so that a lot of that a lot of that decision had to do with um, a previous girlfriend um, that I was more or less kind of following uh, to lacrosse, but mm -hmm. it was also because I wa I wasn't going to do engineering anymore. And Platteville yeah. just I don't know. There were some nice parts about Platteville. There's a certain kind of person who does well at Platteville. Yep, one and of my one of my very dedicated listeners. Ashton Winneman. Ashton. Ashton. Played he, Frisbee with him. Yep. Good man. That man's going to Platteville. Yeah. Engineering. Engineering. Yep. Yep. And yeah, I, I don't want to say too much about it because there are some very successful people who go to Platteville. Yes. And there are some people who do enjoy it quite a bit. Uh-huh. It's a niche. It's Yes, it definitely is a niche. Yeah. Like one of my very another one of my very dear friends, Matthew Franklin. Matt, you know what? Knowing the little that I know about Matt, he's gonna he's gonna do great. At he Platteville. he will he yeah he is doing great at Platteville. Mm -hmm. yes. Yep. And Caden uh, Milbauer, yes. he's doing well. Yes. out at Platteville on the baseball team. Mm hmm. Um, I don't know. I think he might be might be done now, but maybe I don't know. I I thought I saw him. He was he posted a picture on his story the other day. He was just standing on top of the lacrosse bridge, like on top of like the beams on top of the lacrosse <laughs> bridge. So I figured, yeah, probably a civil engineer, right? He probably graduated. That's a normal <laughs> thought process, right? Because why else would he yeah. be fucking standing on the top of a bridge? Now, have you thought about what like, like once you graduate, yeah. once you graduate college, like obviously. You go through like a big party once you're. Have you thought about any? I don't even know what. What do you do once? I really haven't even thought about this. Like once you graduate college, what do you even like? do? what are you gonna do to celebrate? I'm gonna start studying for my CPA exam. Poor <laughs> <laughs> bastard. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not gonna be. It's not gonna like. I feel like once I pass my CPA exam, then I can start celebrating. But it's not. Mm. Uh, it's not over for oh. for the accounting path. I would say. Um, though the fun part is when you work for, um, bigger companies, like you get to start like doing like celebratory, like drinking, like you basically like drinking events. And so you basically, probably there would be a celebration like with work. So I'm guessing that's probably how it would go, which I think would be pretty fun. Oh, I bet. 
No. You gotta you gotta know how to drink responsibly if you're getting paid to drink though. Of course, of course. <laughs> no. So next up. Alright, we won't get into that question because I want I gotta basically I gotta step out of the room. This fucking dog is keeps whining and shit. I gotta call in more backup. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> but I will leave you with a question while I go out and make a call. Sure. So besides for like work what are you going to spend your summer doing would you have any other you know whatever yeah just yep. this summer in general and i'll give you another one uh let's say let me do this hypothetical okay if you had to study another subject besides for accounting what would you study and where would you go okay so talk about that what you're going to do this summer you had to study another thing, another school. Where would you go? I'll be back in like two minutes. No worries. Well, as for what I'm going to be spending my summer doing, it's it was a hard decision because starting from the bottom is very embarrassing, but I'm taking up golf, and it sounds like I might be talking to the right person about starting golf. I mean, he basically lives on a golf course. He works on a golf course. His dad fucking owns the golf course i think so don't tell anybody i think i'm gonna try and get some free rounds of golf out of him but he's not gonna know that until he listens back to this um and i think that's probably what i'm gonna spend most of my free time this summer doing is just getting that swing right it's looking pretty pretty messy right now taking up a lot of chunks of dirt but um bought a little a little pad of green off of Amazon to put in my backyard and because there's no good driving ranges around Stoughton, unfortunately, um, at least that I'm aware of. So got to figure out some way to do that without burning all the money I'm making this summer. So that's probably what I'll be spending most of my time doing, just playing golf. By the way, if you play golf, come hit me up. We'll go play around sometime. As for where else I would go, man, I don't even, I don't know. I feel like I have, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. I could go back to engineering, but I have absolutely no faith I could succeed in calculus. Like I said, I'm not the smartest guy. I am far from it. Um, so, I don't know. It'd probably be something else in business, somewhere else where I can succeed by talking to people which is insane that you can do that anywhere. Like you can just literally be paid for being good at talking to people. And that's the thing I love about business. And that's again, part of the reason why I think you're in the right space (laughs) is because we can hope so. Yeah. (laughs) We'll see what you end up doing. Oh, we'll see. Only, only time will tell. Yeah. Fingers crossed. It's a podcast. Oh, (laughs) money off of that would be pretty dope. It would be. Now, what are the next kind of big section of questions so obviously you've been out of town for a a long time a A little bit a little bit where exactly did you go i know you were abroad just in general i don't know exactly where you went yeah what you're doing like really at all where were you okay well so i started out (laughs) i started out actually let's do something fun where do you think i was Because I had a little, I had a little, I had a little uh, story going. 
Did you see any of that? Yes, of course I did. Were you drinking? Was it? Just, I can't. I can't remember. If it was just like coffee. Or it what, started uh, off as coffee. Yeah, I, I it remember. Didn't last see, too long. Yeah, I know. Dude, I the said, coffee everywhere in Europe is just like a large coffee is like six ounces. It's disgusting. I'm not gonna pay you four dollars for an eight ounce cup of fucking coffee. So I started drinking beer, and it was great. Because they have some really fucking good beer over there. <laughs> I bet they do. I bet they do. So, what are all the places that you can remember? I I literally it, I know I I can't even remember any spots you went. I remember you you talk about this podcast about going to like Germany, mm. but I don't remember any specific spots. As soon as you start saying something, I'll be like, oh yeah, I remember that. Okay, so here was my path. I studied abroad. In uh, England, I studied in Canterbury, which is about an hour and a half uh, east of London. Um, After I finished up my term in Canterbury, I took the Eurostar, which is a train. I've actually never been on a train before, Mm. um, before I left the U.S. Um, Took the Eurostar down to Paris, where funny enough, I'm going to take a brief, a brief tangent, dude. I got robbed in Paris. How? So, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you've ever heard, like, so obviously Paris is the city of love, right? Yeah. There's a lot of fucking crime in Paris. (laughs) I bet. I bet. So, like, were you alone? Uh, No, I actually had, I had one guy who was with me there, and, um... So, at night, okay, at the night. streets of Paris. Night in the streets of Paris. with People target tourists. Yes. Right? Because, so, I was staying around the train station, which there's a lot of homeless people there. Uh-huh. I was just, I wasn't, like, wasn't really thinking about it. Had a couple drinks, um, and we were just looking for some food around our hotel. Mm. Um, a guy barely spoke English, um, but you know, enough was coming up to my friend and he's just like, yeah, what are you guys up to tonight? <laughs> and then I was just think, not really thinking anything, but just like he was probably looking for something. He was probably like a homeless guy trying to mm. get us to, you know. Yeah. 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 So um, we just kind of kept walking, kept brushing him off. And then he eventually started to get a little bit more aggressive. Um, and then... I like, like eventually he started, he like pushed my buddy who I was traveling with. Mm -hmm. And then, so like, I like shoved him off of him. Just like, like, what are you doing? Like, like not even thinking, because obviously I grew up in Stoughton. I don't, there's no crime here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't know what looks like for somebody to get like robbed. Uh Um, And so I just shoved him off of him. This guy was like five, five, eight probably. So he, he walked away. Um, we walked down a couple blocks just thinking like, wow, that was, that was sketchy. Like uh-huh. we should probably head back. He gets like two more people. One of them is like my size and he like shoves my buddy into like a brick wall. And like, he says like, give me your chain and like, just like start shoving him. And like, I, I, I'm like just standing, like I have no fucking clue what to do. I don't know if this guy has like a knife. I don't know what, oh, what the fuck. I, I don't think it's legal to. Like, I know the cops have guns, obviously, uh-huh. because of, like, terrorism. There's some terrible terrorism in 
in Paris these last couple of years. So they're, they're all carrying fucking AKs. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I don't know if it's legal for people to own guns in France. Um, so I don't know what this guy has. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just kind of standing there like, like I'm, I don't know what to do. I guess I'm paralyzed. Like I had no fucking clue. And so he takes his chain off, gives it to him. And then another guy runs past and grabs mine off my neck. Mine's a fucking $13 piece of shit off Amazon. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't care. But yeah. like, this is like, like, oh my God, this is literally my first day in France. My uh-huh. first day in Paris, my first day traveling outside of England. And I'm just like, oh my God, am I really going to do this for another like 40 days? Oh, now was that the only thing he took from you? Yeah, luckily, yeah, luckily, yeah. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, so I don't. I don't even really know if you, that's that's more just petty crime than being robbed, I guess. Mm-hmm. But still got robbed. Yeah, I got <laughs> robbed. So <laughs> after we moved on from Paris, don't get me wrong. It's Paris is a really nice city. Uh huh. Just don't. If you're going to Paris, don't stay by a train station. Okay. And if it is a train station, which is fine, be, like it's fine if it's a small train station because they have metro stations like everywhere. It's just like a little like some stairs to go get mm. down into the metro. Don't go by like a like a international like station because there's a lot of homeless people there. There's a lot of people who they're going to be looking to get something off of you basically. Well, so, shit. that's my recommendation for those uh listeners of your podcast who are going to Paris. Uh so after Paris, okay. We went over to Belgium. Belgium is a little bit kind of off the the beaten path for a lot of people who I think go to Europe, mm-hmm. um, which is part of the reason why I wanted to go there. wasn't worth it. Everything was just as expensive as all the rest of the touristy cities, and there was a lot less to see. There's some great architecture there. Uh-huh. Um, the beer there is okay. It's like nine percent. Oh, dude, I got oh man, <laughs> I got a story about Belgium. Holy. So <laughs> we're all about stories in this show, man. Yeah. <laughs> so it was our first night in Belgium. Um, we were staying in Ghent. Ghent is mm-hmm. one of the three, maybe four main cities in Belgium. And um, so it was, we, we kind of got there in the afternoon and we were all, obviously every time you travel, you're tired. It's just, I don't know. That's just the thing. Yeah. Whenever you travel, you get yeah. tired. And so my buddy wanted to go to bed, you know, at a decent time. And just like, I'm for whatever reason, like, I don't know. I feel like I had traveled a little bit more than the people I was traveling with. So I was kind of used to it by then. So I was ready to go. Like I wanted to go to like a club or something like that. Uh So he stayed behind. Um, But before, before I left, like to go out for the night, we had made plans to go bike to Brussels, Mm -hmm. not Brussels, sorry, Bruges the next day, which on paper on apple maps is about a two hour bike ride okay so i'm going out i'm going out to find a club and my my hopes for that night was i was just going to find a nice place that we could like go to like you know some other time while we were there just kind of scout out the scene see what it was like the first place i went to called something really stupid i think it was called club hot they had some weird club names over there. It was dead. I left. Um, and then I kind of walked across town, went to this other place. It was kind of popping. Um, I would say over the course of this night while I'm just walking around, because so public drinking is legal in most places in Europe, mm. which is different from the U.S. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm walking around drinking Belgian beers like they're fucking bush light, right? Belgian yeah. beers are 9%. 9% alcohol. <laughs> they go up to like 12 or 13% <laughs> at the worst. It's hard to find beer that's below 6 in Belgium. Holy shit. So, yeah. yeah. So I'm walking around drinking Duvel, which is a Belgian beer brand, 9%. I'm probably 4 or 5 in. Mm-hmm. So Oof. that's probably around probably eight maybe yeah. like in terms of american beer yeah this is like well i'm just walking to find somewhere to go in mm. and i don't really notice how fucked up i am because i'm just walking around it's like kind of cold outside i finally find this club it's kind of popping i walk to the back and all of a sudden i like i see these guys look like they're having a really good time and like i'm traveling i'm all about meeting people and so i go talk to them they are from the netherlands having a night out in Ghent, Belgium, and they have bottle service. They're, like, just just getting into, like, working full-time. They got money to burn. They're getting bottle service at this club in Belgium. And they bring me into the table and start pouring me who knows what. I don't know how many I had. How And I was drinking beer, too. Like, I was just, like, I had a sipper the whole night of this 9%. And... Oh my God, before I knew it, it was like, I, I walked out of there and I'm just like, okay, I'm fucked up. Time to go home. <laughs> Time to go home. It's probably like, I, I didn't really check my phone much while I was there. I checked, I finally checked my phone to, cause I was going to go put a GPS into our place. It was our first night there. I had no clue where I was really put a GPS, GPS in my place. It's like four in the morning. And which for a night out in Europe is more more normal than it would be here. They go they go out pretty late and bars stay open pretty late. Um, but it's four a.m., which is not normal for me. And I'm trying to look at this GPS. Uh huh. I cannot see which way it's telling me to go. Dude, I I just I was looking at my phone. And I'm like, dude, why can't I see what it says? I can't I can't read the GPS. <laughs> So I'm God knows where in Ghent, Belgium, my first night in the city. No clue where I am. I got to get back to this place. It's like four in the morning. And so just by the sheer will of God, somehow I find my way back. Like I'm no, like I genuinely have no idea. My girlfriend calls me. She's pissed. Of course, uh-huh. I, my phone, my phone died literally when I was probably like halfway back. So what the, yeah. Like again, like I said, I don't know how, how I made it back. Um, she was so mad at me by the time I got back, which rightfully so could have died, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but whatever. <laughs> you know, when in Rome, right. Yeah. Um, or one in Ghent. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I'm pretty sure I go into the, I probably, I go into our shower and like throw up a couple of times. Uh-huh. I'm really messed it up. Happens. And, um, then I remembered that we're supposed to go on a bike ride the next day oh. <laughs> to Bruges, Belgium. So I'm like, oh my God, like, I don't, I'm going to do my best. Like, I'm, I'm just going to drink a bunch of water and just pray. Right. <laughs> so it's. I get home, I get off the phone with my girlfriend, and I just lay down in bed. We're actually sharing this bed because 
we're trying to travel cheap. Mm. And I'm going on my phone. I can't fall asleep because I think they were feeding me vodka Red Bulls. Right. So I'm like, mm. I'm wired. Mm-hmm. I can't fall asleep. All of a sudden, the guy who I'm traveling with, his alarm goes off. I haven't slept a wink. So he gets up to take a shower and I'm just like, dude, I, there's no fucking way. So I just try and eat some food, drink some more water. And he's just like, all right, man, are we ready to get this thing on the road? I'm like, yeah, let's, let's fucking do it. And we go on the longest bike ride I have ever taken in my life. It, I'm not joking. I'm not exaggerating. Uh-huh. So we were we were biking on these like shitty like city yeah. bikes, that yeah. mostly made out of plastic. Uh-huh. We were at a budget hotel that was just renting out bikes. These were like plastic bikes. It took us three and a half hours to get there, <laughs> biking. What you do when you got there? I went straight fucking home. <laughs> <laughs> I was more nauseous than I have ever been in my entire life. Oh. I, so I was trying to get all this water into my body Mm. before we left and then I sweat it all out. So I have like dehydration cramps and I'm so nauseous that I can barely even like keep this bike stable. And I don't know how many miles or kilometers we went, but dude, I, yeah, I took the next train home, but I made, I made it to, to Bruges, Belgium on zero hours of sleep. On a hangover. So that's something to be proud of, I guess. So after Belgium. <laughs> so after Belgium, continuing on. After Belgium, uh, we did Amsterdam, which is in Netherlands. Um, Germany. Uh, Prague, which is in the Czech Republic. And Croatia. Holy shit. Yeah. All over the place. Yeah. And then I went back to Germany to um, spend some time with my buddy Liam for a week who, I don't know if I'm allowed to spoil anything. You can. Yes. We're, we're might, might be making an appearance yes, on this podcast yes. when he comes in July. Great. <laughs> it's great. Something to look forward to. Yes. Something to look Stay forward tuned. to. Stay tuned. Yes. You will be back fairly soon. I'm very excited. Oh, yes. He's already excited about his second appearance while he's in the, mi- he's in the middle of his first. <laughs> oh, man. If you guys aren't sick of hearing me talk yet. Oh, boy. You got another thing coming. Listen, they, they've had to listen to my voice for 78 episodes. That's over 100 hours of my voice. That they've just said the fuck just gets better and better every time you listen to it. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> So, now, like, so when you're on the, on all these, this trip, these, all these different trips, was it like a, a school program you were in? Was it like a, your own, like, trip you went on? Was it, what, what was it for? So, um, it was a study abroad program. Okay. And it was through my school. So, it's an exchange program, which is, if anybody ever wants to study abroad, I highly recommend doing an exchange program. Mm. Because you get to pay the same tuition as your home school. And paying out of like international tuition is ridiculous. I probably would have had to pay like fifteen thousand for like three months of school, which is just gross. And it and it wasn't a particularly like great school. Well, okay, 
it was ranked pretty highly, but um, like in terms of my academic experience, I just did gen eds over there. Yeah. I so in England, all, you, the only way you're assessed is basically through essays. There's some like end game courses or modules they're called over there that have like exams. I only had one exam the entire time I was over there. Most of it is based on essays that you can write anytime. Mm. I would say two out of the four classes I was taking, which four is a normal course load over there, two of the four classes I was taking, I could have written my essays and gotten an A before attending any of the lectures. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You know, that's one thing I always heard, like, like when I watch videos of when they ask people in European countries, like, what do they, like, see as like the big difference between the u.s and europe like as far as like school is concerned they always say like multiple choice questions like yeah. exams like that's just like a huge thing that they just don't have over there yeah Which it's is, it's amazing they're they're it's writing an essay like for me is so easy i mean because we've yeah. had to take we've had to take like la or english or yeah. whatever every single year in school in high uh-huh. school yeah you're just writing another essay and they don't even, they don't even the best thing about school in England uh-huh. is that they grade on a harsher scale, but it translates so like favorably back to the U S you can get an a, if you get anything above a 65%, Jeez. I'm not even joking. I got in, there was a class. I had two exams or not two exams, two essays I got a 65 on one in the first one and a 68 on the second one. That will translate back as a 3.5 on my GPA. <laughs> oh, my God. It's insane. So, God. basically, the entire time I was over there, I was just playing sports because I had no work to do at all. Did you find, like, you were you studying, like, at all? Um, They don't really do much homework over there. No. No. And how, like, how many hours of the day were dedicated to, like, school? Like, was it kind of like it is here where you're at school from 8 till 3? No. <laughs> Not even close. Literally, it's just... I mean, obviously, it's however, college, but, like... Right, yeah. yeah so, yeah, college is a little bit different, yeah, but... Yeah, obviously, from high school, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but even from college here, it's like, you're there for whatever time you spend in school, and then they just have, like... It's either essays or projects. Mm. And like I said, the the later courses have exams, but I didn't really have those. The projects are like, you'll turn them in at some point towards the end of the term. But they take the place of homework. You don't have to do homework. It's so nice. So it's basically, you're spending time in school basically whenever you have a lecture. And the thing about Kent, where I went to school, yeah, is that there's two different kinds of classes. There's a lecture and a seminar. The seminar is practical, like the lectures are basically just theory or, you know, just information, yeah. basically. There, You don't have to go to the lectures. The seminars, they take attendance. Most people didn't go to a single lecture. So the only time you're in class, working on classwork, is when you have a seminar. <laughs> Dude. Wow. That's by far, the even throughout high school... That is the easiest time I've ever had in school in my life. No questions. No, yeah. like without it's not a even doubt. close. Without a doubt. Yeah. 
Do you ever wow. think back about high school and just think like, how the hell did I spend seven hours a day yeah, on school? Yeah, I re- I remember, dude. Oh, it was it was so bad, especially when I I just I don't know how we focused on so many different things at one time. Like, yeah, s- even if you took a study hall, you had six other classes you were focusing on. You had L.A. science class, couple random shits, the math class, all this, so many different categories of classes you were taking. And And knowing that half the shit you're doing isn't going to benefit you at all, uh too. Like, and yet you had to do it year after year after year. Did you take a bunch of AP classes? I mean... Um, for, uh, yeah, like I said, again, I thought I was going into engineering, so I took AP physics and AP chemistry, which is, it, it actually is okay now because in order to take your CPA exams... You actually have to get 150 credits um, to be able to take your exams. Okay. Obviously, you have like 125 are standard from the accountancy major, but the rest of them can be from wherever. So yeah. I still get to use the credits for something, but I just basically went through hell like my senior year for no reason. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was a good time. I had some pretty nice people in my classes, but mm-hmm. yeah. Now, before you left for this uh, European three-month trip. Yeah. Were you, like, super nervous going in, or were you, like, just excited to get into things? Um. Well, so the biggest thing for me is, like, I had to leave my girlfriend behind, which huh. it's tough. Like, yeah. you know, it, like, th- like, somebody that you spend time with, like, every single day, like, at least, you know, when we're in lacrosse, like, having to go, like, basically five months without seeing that person is crazy. Like, and doing long distance just from, it just, it's, yeah, I'm not a believer. <laughs> I'm not a believer in long distance. Mm. It's, it's, it's Especially so halfway tough. across the world, long distance. Yeah. Ugh. So I would say that was like the biggest thing that I was nervous about. Everything else was just kind of like, yeah. 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 And had you been out of the country before? Um, I'd, I'd actually been to England before once okay. on my, like after my junior year of high school. Um, just because I'm a big soccer geek and I wanted to go watch uh, my team play, mm. but yeah, we d- we didn't. We spent like two weeks over there, so nothing this long before. But the craziest thing about for me, I feel like England almost has more similarities to the U.S. than differences, mm. especially when you compare it to these other countries in Europe. That one, obviously, they don't speak the same language. That's a big yeah. deal, and then. They just have these different cultural things that uh-huh. are just yeah. vastly different. Yeah. What were, especially like culturally, what were like some of the first things you remember seeing? Like, oh, that's so much different than the U.S. Where like you got there, pretty much just like we'll focus on culturally right yeah. now. Yeah. Where like when you got there, like oh my, that is so different than how we do things. Yeah. Well, so I was used to this aspect because I'm in college, but so in England, yeah, they'll be in the. Uh, you breaking the seal before me? Oh, no. no. I'm, I'm mixing Getting another drink. Know. All right. I was proud for a second. Um, so in England, they are down at the pub. Okay. Basically, I would say, you know, more nights than not. Which, like, for somebody who's, like, 40 years old, like, that's, that's like, a little bit weird. People would say here that, like, you're an alcoholic. But yeah. so in England, the pub culture is, like it's kind of like part of their lifestyle. Like pubs are a lot different than bars in the way that you like, they don't look like bars. Like they're not just like bar stools. And then there's somebody throwing out drinks 
like yeah. left and right, putting out shots. Um, it's basically, it looks like somebody's living room, essentially. Really? You're sitting on like leather couches in a bar, which you can imagine that, that feels pretty weird. Yeah, I bet. Um, so that was like, so people are there all the time just cause that's where they meet their buddies after work. You know, they're not alcoholics. Okay. They might have like a beer, but people just go down to meet at the pub. Cause it's like, it's like their shared space basically, mm. which I mean, it's really comfortable in, in, in like those bars. Like they just have like these like really nice, like booths and stuff like that. And you know, once you get to know the servers, it's kind of fun. Like They'll know what you want before you even get in the door. Mm. And they also had a club on campus, like a rave oh, almost. Really? Yeah. Like like a proper club. And it was right next to um, my dorm, basically. <laughs> so yeah, we would pregame in my dorm and then go next door to the club, which was called the venue. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> Never, I never, would, never would have something like that in the U.S. But you no, know, when the drinking never. age is eighteen over there, anyone who's going to college is already yeah. legal. Now, did you notice that in general, like the people over there had much higher tolerances to alcohol, or like obviously being from Wisconsin, obviously, yeah. I won't give myself too much no, credit. No, 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 I've I went through freshman year too, but yeah, I would say they most of them have made it to the responsible stage of drinking like like most of them know how to like handle themselves so that's probably the biggest difference is that going into freshman year like nobody's getting like like to the point where somebody has to uh -huh. take care of them basically mm. it still happens from time to time yeah especially when you're going out with like a big group of people like um i was on a handball team do you know what handball is Oh, slightly. I mean, I couldn't describe it to you, but... Yeah, so basically it's a hybrid between soccer and basketball, basically. Okay. Um, you're basically throwing a ball into a net. Um, my handball team, people would go to... So there, it's, so instead of Thirsty Thursday, they mm. have Wednesday. So that comes from the venue, which is the club on campus. Um, people go out on Wednesday nights and get trashed, which to me makes no sense. You still have two yeah. days left. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Like, it's okay because, like, we don't have really – in, in the U.S., we don't have <laughs> classes on Friday. Really. Most people don't have classes on Friday. Yeah. So you can go out on Thursday like it's nothing. Wednesday, that's yeah. a bit too early for uh, me. Yeah. But nonetheless, people did it, and people would – on my handball team would get absolutely just obliterated on a Wednesday night. Oh, my God. It's, it's insane. Oh. Oh. It's insane. So, yeah, there would definitely be people who were drinking irresponsibly, but – I would say people probably went harder on Wednesday than like Friday or Saturday, which is insane. Really? really? Yeah. That's interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Because oh, I couldn't imagine doing that. I mean, obviously, I've recorded podcasts on Wednesday night, but. Yeah. You're literally like halfway through the week. Like, yeah. Like you're not even why like would, there why, yet. Why, why would. I don't get why you want to do that. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. I don't know. It's a good excuse to drink. So. Of all the days you were drinking coffee in a different place in Europe or drinking your beer in a different place in Europe, what would you say was your favorite, like, of one of the days you posted, what was mm. your favorite? Like, maybe it was one day you had a coffee, you're like, this is the, that was the best one. 
They had the beer at that one spot. That was the best one that you posted. Well, I would say that some of my best memories are the first ones Uh just because I was just like figuring out, like I was getting adjusted to the lifestyle. It was crazy. And some of my favorite memories are the last ones because that's when my girlfriend finally came over and I spent a lot of money. We went on some Mm. really nice... We did some nice stuff. We went on like a sunset cruise with dinner mm. in Paris. Mm. So I, I spent a lot of money oh, when she that, came that, that just sounds fucking expensive. The, yeah. A sunset cruise dinner in Paris. Oh, yeah. God. And then afterwards we went to Italy with my parents. Oh, shit. <laughs> and went on the Amalfi Coast. That was, dude, you got to have some fucking money to go there. I, I don't know I if bet. I'll, I don't know if I'll be back within the next like 20 years, but it was great. Um, I think my favorite memory just purely because of the experience though, um, was probably in Germany. Just like the, the festivals that they have there are just like unreal. Like, like drinking out of those mosses, like I was saying, the liter Uh glasses of beer. So that's about, about three, three, um, cans of beer Mm. going to a a moss roughly. They, they're drinking out of these liter glasses, just drink like singing songs in German, standing up on the top of tables. And I was with my buddy Liam, who I hadn't seen in like quite a few years. And oh my God, he just showed me the best that Germany has to offer. Oh, like it was crazy. <laughs> I remember we jumped in this like river, uh, I think it's called the Eisbach. And. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, we'll jump in the river. It'll be great. Like, it's it's got a really strong current. It'll carry us, like, down. And, like, I thought we were going to jump in and, like, it's going to be like, oh, wow. Like, and it was going to carry us a couple feet. We went down, like, half a mile in this river. Like, we went, like, I'm not even joking. It was, like, a 15-minute f- walk back. We jumped in the river and it carried us down. Like, we were, it's in the English garden. It took us <laughs> damn near, like, halfway through the thing. Like, <laughs> how did you get out? You just you cling onto a ladder on the side. And it's crazy. Like, people, like, the current is so strong that when it goes over, like, the current blockers, it creates waves. People surf on the waves. <laughs> and we were just, we were just, oh. so we had to hold onto this rope while the surfers, like, finished up doing their thing so they didn't fucking nail us, like, with their surfboards. And we were just holding onto this rope. Ugh. And Liam tells me like 10, 10 seconds before we get there, he's like, like, hold on to your pants. I'm like, wait, what? Like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> he's like, trust me, just do it. When you grab onto the rope, so much of the current gets like, it's like going yeah. along your body. Yeah. It will rip your clothes off. If you don't I hold bet. on to them. I bet that sounds like it would happen. <laughs> yeah. So you're holding on to the thing with one rope. Or you're holding on the rope with one hand and you're holding on to your shorts with the other waiting for these surfers to get off of this wave so you can like go through basically. <laughs> Dude, it was crazy. I, I love Germany so much. Now, before you arrived there, what would you say was like the thing you were looking forward to the most about the trip? Um, Like I said, I'm, I'm a big soccer geek. So oh, yeah. I was looking forward to... to going to games and stuff like that. And it was great because I met so many people. Like, it's so easy to meet people over there who are, like, into soccer because it's, like, if you combined everybody who liked basketball and football together here is how many people like soccer over there. So it's everybody, essentially. Everybody knows about it. And everybody can 
you know, hold a conversation about soccer. So it's so easy to meet people. And literally the first week I was at school, like by the, like literally after our first week, we were going to London to see a game. Ooh. Yeah. So we saw, we saw Chelsea, we saw the Spurs. Um, we got to tour like a ton of the stadiums. Mm. It was, it was sick. One of my favorite soccer memories, though, is we went to see this, like, third division English team called Gillingham mm. just because they were the only team that was, like, from our area. Oh, my God. So we were we were already hung over, like, on the bus ride there. Of course, of course. And, dude, like, I don't know if you've ever, like, ridden in, like, a, like a public transport bus before. That's the most hot, stuffy, like, no air. It's <laughs> terrible. We were all hung over. It was like an hour and a half mm. bus ride to get to Gillingham. It was one of the shittiest, like biggest shitholes I've ever seen. Like <laughs> Gillingham, was, I would never go back. It was, The tickets to get into the game cost nine pounds. And we went to the game. I think it finished like seven to one. They conceded four penalties. The kick, like the same person took all four penalties Went the same way every time. The keeper guessed the wrong way all four times. Ugh. Like I like you might not know soccer, like to know how bad that is, but yeah. that's bad. Horrible. <laughs> but that was one of my favorite experiences just because it's like looking back on it. Like that was such a shitty day, but mm-hmm. it was fun. Now this next question. Okay. Yeah. Besides for your girlfriend, what did you miss most about home? Coffee 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 so despite me drinking all these coffees Uh for the most part i hated all of them yeah i'm not even gonna lie so what made them so bad it's espresso so a lot of people like espresso i'm not a big espresso fan and i can get behind an espresso but the big issue is that apparently like creamer is not really a thing outside of the u.s like Mm -hmm. half and half That you put in coffee. So they're drinking their espresso, which is like at least twice as strong as coffee. Because basically, so what espresso coffee is like drip coffee or filter coffee is just the grounds of coffee. You just pour hot water over the top of it and filters through. Espresso is like a jet of like steaming hot water, like basically like penetrating through the grounds. So it's like high pressure going Mm. through these coffee grounds. It's like, it's a very intense flavor, yeah. like like bitter. Okay. And they put milk in it, like regular milk. Mm. So on top of that, on top of this like bitter espresso with milk, their large coffee, as I said, is like eight ounces. And it's the same price as a large coffee in the U.S. So in like France, they're drinking these like little teacups of coffee, which is a large I'm doing air quotes yep. right now. And it's my wallet it was hurting after those first couple of days before I switched to beer. And beer wasn't any cheaper for sure, but mm. I was enjoying it a hell of a lot more. That's also one of the things that made the German experience so much better than like anything else was just because the beer was so damn good. Ugh. It's crazy. Now that you're back in the US, you just wish you could have a you know, you get adjusted, and the thing that I found out about uh-huh. it is that, so German beer is great for a number of reasons. They have, it's really fresh. They have, like, filtration and purity laws about how to make beer. 
It's like the worst beer that you can get in Germany is like essentially like the quality of a craft beer here. Mm. And it's it's cheap. It's cheap to get, you know, like the worst beer in Germany, obviously. I shouldn't say that. There's some there's some beers that come in like plastic bottles that are for alcoholics basically, and that's not good beer. But um what I found out was that the best beer anywhere okay. doesn't matter where you are in the world. The best beer is always whatever is local because it's fresh. And there's a number of things that can spoil beer, which I think the biggest of them are like improper storage. And when okay. it when it gets warmed up, it ruins the flavor of a beer. So mm. when you're exporting a beer, especially overseas to the U.S., it's going to get warm at some point. Yeah. And the, the flavor is going to go. So... Like some of the best beers that I had in Europe, uh, one of them was the Pilsner Urkel that comes out of uh, the Czech Republic. Um, okay. Get it fresh off the tap there. It's unlike anything I've ever had in my life. It is a cultural experience in of itself. <laughs> you have a Pilsner Urkel here. They have them at the Stoughton Spirits. They have Pilsner Urkel. Uh-huh. I, I haven't had it, and I probably never will, but I've heard that a Pilsner Urkel in the U.S. is like, well, it's nothing to write home about, but a lot of people say that it's, it tastes terrible. So I bet if it's just getting warmed and yeah, it chilled constantly, yeah, it, it messes up the beer. I I guarantee. So in Italy, the best beer was Italian. Germany, the best beer was German. Obviously, English beer is pretty bad. I don't. I it would be hard to say that the best beer in England was English, but there were some okay brands. So it, essentially, what I'm saying is, drink local. It'll It'll benefit you. Mm. Next up. So, next line of questions. You recently started an internship. Sure. Okay. Yep. Now, we kind of brushed on this. I can't remember if it was, this was off air or on air, mm. but your bad internship. Oh. Okay. I have to preface this. Okay. I hold, no, I hold nothing against Fastenal. Fastenal <laughs> was my first internship. <laughs> I really appreciate what they did, which they took me on sophomore year. I wanted the sophomore year internship. Okay. And I was not really qualified for any of the other internships that I applied for my sophomore year. I was definitely qualified for this fast and all internship. I didn't need to have much accounting experience, mm -hmm. if any at all, to have this internship. I was literally moving files around all day. But... Having that on my resume got me the internship that I have now, which is it's something else. Nice. Yeah. It's nice. And it also got me my next internship at Deloitte, too, kind of. So. Mm. Now, what made the Fastenal internship kind of like, ugh. Yeah. So <laughs> I was in a cubicle. Okay. And cubicles are already bad enough, right? Yeah, you think of already, a cubicle, yeah. it's ugh. gray, it's, you're kind of contained to yourself. Ugh. Yeah. There's no windows in the entire room, which I don't even know how that happens in a building plan. How are you going to make, I, I don't even, I don't even know if that's legal to make a, like a room with no windows. Like there's no like fire that's escape. Just... I don't know. Cause I know you can't have a room where somebody's sleeping without windows. That's illegal. Yeah. Um, and actually funny enough. I didn't know that. Yeah, it is. So really? yeah. Interesting. And actually in Germany, there's a law that you cannot keep people working out of sunlight for four hours, more than four hours. 
Really? Yeah. And I will attest, it's depressing. It's very depressing. Like when the highlight of your day is to go outside after working for eight hours and just seeing the sun, that's when you know you've got it pretty bad. So, you know, Fastenal was, it's one of those things that it really makes you appreciate your next job. Um, you know, how I, long were you there? I just for the summer, okay. summer internship. Okay. So, you know, I've, I've seen, I, you know, I started pretty low. My first job, I was 15 flipping pizzas down at pizza pit. Ooh, the pit. Oh yeah. Oh got yeah. Got some, got some friends working down there since, since the good old days. Dawson still works there. He's a delivery guy. Uh huh. Yep. yep. Still 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 see him driving around every once in a while. Uh huh. And uh, <laughs> so I started flipping pizzas. Then I went to Walmart, working in the Walmart. Uh, online grocery delivery. Which luckily I quit that before COVID because that exploded. Yeah. That would have been that would have been terrible. Yeah. During that's COVID. how that's how my mom gets all the groceries around here. Mm-hmm. All just online. So pick up. I saw some pretty bad stuff then. And then after that, I worked on a production team for a biotech company that was making uh, COVID test kits. So it's assembly line work, mm. nothing beautiful. But again, I had friends working there um, that I got hired there. Basically, they were in such a need for workers that they're just like literally hire anybody who has a high school degree. And I got all my high school buddies to come work down there. So it was a pretty good time. Over in, um, uh, I think it was in McFarland, yeah. And then after that, I went to work at Fastenal. Now I'm at BDO, and then in the spring I'll be at Deloitte. Mm. Now, I gotta ask. So, <laughs> when you were initially like applying for this internship, you got you have now. Yeah. Was that? A, were you going in like I got? I'm gonna get this job. Like you thought you had good a good a good chance of doing it, or was it like a mm. a, sh- a shot in the dark? Yeah, so I started out. I applied for this internship the, for the first time uh-huh. in my sophomore year, okay. which is when I told you I wasn't really qualified for much because you're a sophomore. And um, when the guy turned me down, I was like, I I felt like I did really well. I thought I had it in the bag because uh-huh. I'm a pretty confident speaker, and I thought I'd performed pretty well in my inter in my interview and it didn't work out and ultimately it was like i more than happy to admit i was not prepared for that internship mm. the job that i'm doing now um but i came back around the next year and i applied again and he saw that you know i'd already had an internship i'm now the president of my accounting honor society at lacrosse damn and which that sounds really nice to say, but it was like me and like one other guy that applied. So mm. it's nothing too special, but I, I do have but quite you, a few responsibilities but you, but, for but it. You but you won. Yeah, you know, it's, you're, true. You're, it's true. You're at the top. Yeah. Cause I wrote probably 500 more words than him. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but so he sees all this stuff and he's like, yeah, basically green light, like go right ahead. Cause he already knew that, you know, I was able to speak to people, so I'd be able to talk to clients, and all you need to know is that I had some, you know, experience under my belt. So, come to find out, this guy has actually worked with both of my parents before. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, so, that's gotta help. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so, 
like I I didn't know how involved he actually was. This guy comes by my desk like every day. This is like my manager basically. He comes by my desk whenever I'm in the office telling me like stories about my dad when they worked together at Grant Thornton. And he's like, oh yeah, your dad used to be quite the hoot. I'm like, that doesn't sound right. Are you sure you're talking about Jerry right now? Jerry. <laughs> Jerry the accountant? Jerry Likeness CPA? Was there any stories he told you where he's like, oh my God. That... Well, he told me that they had a couple a couple pretty entertaining Christmas parties. Oh, that's. <laughs> I didn't get to hear I any bet. details right now, but I think I, I'm, I think I'm gonna have to dive a little deeper into that. Try and try and go in for some information at some point because that feels like too good not to dig into a little bit. There's got to be some crazy stories there. Oh, there must be. There's got to be. Like my parents are right out of college, just meeting each other, at and then going to like a like a company Christmas party. Uh, maybe there's some stuff in there I probably don't want to know. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For sure. I don't know. No. So these questions, they're kind of jumping all over the place towards the end here. But so in high school, so your big soccer, was it an ultimate? Would you, were you an ultimate Frisbee guy? I did that my senior year. Senior year. Yeah, senior year was ultimate Frisbee just because everybody was kind of giving it a shot. Kelly, the AP physics teacher, was yep. the coach of the ultimate frisbee team. But soccer was it kind of it since my freshman year. Uh -huh. That was kind of what drug, yeah. dragged me up from the mm. from the depths of whatever I was in middle school. Mm. Now, who are some of like your favorite people to play with on the soccer team? Like when you think about like the soccer in high school. Yeah, who were like I don't even know who all was on the soccer team. I'm trying yeah. to think. So. The people that I was closest with and that I'm still pretty close to. Okay. Uh, Zarek Seikert. Um, his brother was on the team too as I got older. Um, Nolan Meyer. Um, eventually, I <laughs> uh, got Noah on mm. Noah Mayhew. Mm. Eventually, we got him to join soccer in his sophomore year, which was fun. It was really fun. It was just it was just so funny because both Noah and I had like we'd never played yeah. soccer before we'd played yeah. in high school and oh my god it was not pretty for the first two years <laughs> like it was it was pretty bad but that was kind of part of the fun with of it it was just like like because the soccer team isn't good we obviously <laughs> we made it and then by our junior years we were like on varsity and so we were just like like how the hell did we get here. Mm. Like, I mean, yeah, we, like, went out and, like, like practiced probably more than most people. But yeah. we were, we just started, like, two years ago. And, I mean, that was, yeah, I would say that was probably most of the fun. Uh -huh. But then also, like, we were, we were, like, so into, like, FIFA, the, like, <laughs> like soccer game, too. Yeah. All we, that was basically all we did. We would just go to school, go to practice after school, and then play FIFA and wake up and then do it again. Mm-hmm. One guy who I'm sure you spent a lot of time with, soccer and ultimate frisbee and whatnot, Yuri. Oh, man. Oh, man. I fucking love Yuri. I, I love Yuri. At, I saw him at Anytime Fitness the other day. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen him in forever. I spent so much time with him. Like my my senior year, I talked to him every day because mm. I was in AP Spanish and we had a the biotech class together. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I, I saw Yuri so much. I haven't seen that man in forever. Yeah. 
Yeah. Man, no, he's he's doing well. He's uh working out in Sun Prairie. He works um doing uh loading for a bread Ooh. company. Ooh. So but it's not like it's not construction. He's not doing like back breaking labor, which I was worried that that's kind of what he was gonna have to resort mm-hmm. to. Um mm-hmm. just because of, you know, his like background. But yeah, like I- I remember I was talking to Yuri one time and he said that I, I was I was nervous for Yuri there for a little bit because he I remember he came up to me and he said that his his family were thinking of moving back to I think he's from Honduras. Uh I think Nicaragua. 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 Yep. Yep. So he said his his family was thinking about moving back and yeah. he was talking about he might have to decide between staying here or going back with his family. And Yikes. I was like, holy shit, That's man. a tough, that tough would be, call. That'd be a, a, a really tough call. And I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I, need, I need to get in contact with that guy. I haven't, yeah. I, I haven't seen him in forever. Yeah. No, he seems like he's doing pretty well for himself. Obviously, it's been so hot this past week. Like, uh-huh. I can't imagine working in a warehouse right now. Yeah. It's probably terrible. But, like, these, like, almost a, near 100-degree days, mm. it's probably, like, 120 in the you warehouse. Can, you can probably tell just by looking at my fucking forehead. I work outside. Yeah. And my forehead's so pale, and my cheeks just dark red. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. My tan lines are horrible. <laughs> I'm just outside all the time. Yeah. I got to get up for work in the morning. Really? Working on a Saturday? Yeah, yeah. I've started six. Shit. <laughs> And that's crazy. Like, does, I've heard some stories that like like the golfers kind of piss you guys off because I would assume on the weekends it's the worst. Yeah, especially right now. There's a big uh, tournament going on out there. Yeah. So, yeah, we're we're so busy right now that we we've been working so much, and the golfers they do get in the way a little bit. Yeah, they do piss us off um, occasionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine. <laughs> Especially but, you never you never seen a golfer like me. You could probably be like oh, standing yeah. like ninety degrees to me. I'd still probably hit a ball right at you. You golf a lot? I was kinda talking about this while you're in the bathroom. I figured going into accounting, I suppose I'd probably better learn how to hit a golf ball so that if I ever, you know, go golfing with a client a good choice. they're not gonna see my first ever round, which I'll tell you wasn't pretty. Yeah, it's never pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I just started picking it up this summer, and I'm starting to, like, I got a couple clubs. I got a bag off of Amazon, and just trying to get out to the driving range as much as I can. Uh-huh. But, man, it's there's mm. a lot of work to be done, to say the very yeah. least. Yeah, golf's one of those sports where, you know, once you start, it takes years to start getting any progress, real progress. Yeah. It takes years. And like, if you take too long off of it, I'm sure you start to regress too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I golf was my sport in high school. So I was eh, at it, but then I got a little better and then started the podcast. I pretty much didn't play all last summer. Yeah. And now I, I, I play like once a week now. I'm still getting it back to what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Like my brother, he is nonstop golfing 24 seven pretty yeah, yeah, I remember you talking about that, man. That's insane. Yeah, the he, amount of work that that must be. Like, it's I guess it probably works better for you guys because you live right here. Uh huh. Yeah, and he can golf whenever he wants. Yeah, so, must be nice. Y- you'll you'll see him afterwards. He'll take the picture. Okay. He just graduated. He's got a full fucking beard. Yeah. Yeah, and he's just golfing 
nonstop. Yeah. Oh, business. Yeah, not a business call. Business not at call. 9 p.m. on a, on a Friday night. Just my girlfriend. Ah, I see. I told her I'd be here, so. Yeah, don't worry. I she, should be safe. <laughs> I'm not going to see the door get kicked in anymore. No, hopefully not. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not. Fingers crossed. Yeah, my brother will be playing golf for MATC. Not bad. So they'll keep him busy. Yeah, for sure. But that must be it. Must be so nice to just be able to like go out in your backyard basically and play around a golf. Yeah, have you? You probably didn't see the backyard, but we there's a we built a green in the backyard. Really? Yeah. I, yeah, I wasn't talking literally, but I guess so. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> if you, if you, when when you leave if you go around the circle you see in the backyard we built i i built a green in the backyard wow yeah yeah it's nice dude because like for a while there before i started work i was literally just going to like the that uh driving range out in cottage grove every day which that's like a like that's what you gotta do though yeah just keep going there just hammer it in yeah and eventually it'll click and all of a sudden, Fingers crossed. Hope I get there one day. Yeah, it will happen. It will happen. I remember, oh, I remember back when I first started, it just shit shot after shit shot. Yeah. And then eventually, slowly, you just start pulling some stuff together. Then you get some better clubs. Talk to a couple trainers or two. They give you a couple tips, and then you're good yeah. to go. Like That's I said, I feel I felt like when I was just starting to hit my irons on like actual grass because I went the first place I went was Vitense, which yep. they have turf. It's so easy to have turf. Yeah, because even if you hit the ground like an inch or two before the ball, it's just going to skip off and hit it anyways. If you hit like a like an inch deep divot, your ball is going to go like a couple of feet. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. when I started first hitting off of like my irons off of like yeah. actual grass. I I was probably hitting more dirt than ball for a while there. It was pretty bad, mm. and I still have a, I still hit like way for whatever reason I still hit like probably fifty percent of the time I hit the ground before the ball. Yeah, that's the hardest thing. Something, something about it, man. So, have you ever watched the one thing that always like weirds me out? Is like when you watch like professional players, they're swinging slow motion, how they hit the ball. Before the grass every single time. Yeah. It's just weird. It's insane. It's, weird. it's like, it's the weirdest part too is like you think they're doing it in front of like thousands of people. Uh -huh. Nothing's going to put them off their game. But they, they're they out there every single day. Uh -huh. Every single day hitting hundreds of shots. Yeah. It's just like they could do that in their sleep. Yeah. And it's insane. Yeah. They're not going to miss a shot. Uh -huh. Like for me, it's like I have to think like, oh shit, like I could, I could hit the ball like... Like, I, like you could hit base. I I actually have a mark on my yeah. driver, literally right on along the side. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> I literally hit the like the inside side of my driver, like so. That's something I have to think about. Like a like a professional golfer is just oh, gonna hit it in the middle yeah. every single time. I went to that uh, any that uh, AmFam Championship the uh, the other week, and I saw John Daly. Really. Play. Wow, and it's fascinating. I bet watching him because he was he was in a cart. He was smoking darts the whole time, and <laughs> just watching him just pound balls down the center every single time. It was fascinating. Yeah, I if you ever find yourself on like watching 
golf like in person at some tournament and John Daly's there, just just watch him. I think it, it's safe to say I would be watching John Daly if he was at a golf tournament. Yeah, it is weird because he's sitting there, he's just smoking darts, and he's hitting shots that like if I hit, I'd be like, Whoa. Might never golf again. That's the best last shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it was incredible just watching him and we like waited behind a tee for him for like for him to finish the holes. So like he was like from me to you away, like teeing off. Mm. And behind like every tee, they have like generators powering like cameras. Yeah. So it's not quiet. Yeah. And he's just every single time just smacks it it's dead center. Wow. It's incredible. Be nice. It must be nice. I know. <laughs> now, you know, towards the end of every show, the random question part. Mm. The random question part. Now you might have to give me a little break here. I might have to send you to the solo mode for a second. Oh, yes. Here. Go ahead, sir. Go ahead. All right. Yes. He's I'll be right back. Straight out the door to the right. Sounds good to me. Yes. This does sound so weird. I now. know. It's so weird. What the hell? I know. Carefully don't want to get tangled up in that headphone wire. So, careful. There you go. Only only had a few people try to walk away with the headphones on. <laughs> oh yeah, it goes great. <laughs> well, now it's just me. Everyone, episode seven eight. Oh, I hear Max coming. Max, come here. Come here. How's it going, bud? Yeah, Max. He got a haircut the other day. He shaved like a fucking rat. Fucking rat. Hmm. Over two hours in. It's going great. Probably got another like 15 minutes in or so. We'll get this show on the road. I am fucking exhausted. I got to get up. It's only like 9 o'clock right now, but work at 6. Remember guest outing out here? Shit. Hmm. <laughs> uh. I will say the, the the bottle collection on the wall. For those of you that haven't been here in a while, so you know the wall I kind of started stacking the bottles on. It's almost completely down that wall. See kind of where it starts, like in the corner there. It's almost completely down to the end of the shelf. We've put some great progress in in the last like few weeks. I think I had like four bottles in like the last two weeks, which is insane. And some people have made a greater greater impact and, than others. Fucking Emma Spurley throwing down a whole bottle of wine. Uh, Max, shut up. Gabby finishing off that bottle of UV red, the UV cherry. I don't even know how she did that. That stuff's fucking disgusting. But, ooh, over two hours in. Here he comes. <laughs> yes, take a seat. Take a seat. Throw the headphones on. As we hop into the the random question part. Oh, hi, Max. I know. <laughs> I know. What would you say is your favorite thing to do in your free time? Favorite thing to do in my free like time? All, like all of a sudden you're done with work after whatever time it is. You know, you have... A few hours, you can do whatever you want. What are you doing? Well, I'd say right now it's golf. Um, golf. But I think the the prevailing answer over the past couple of years has been just trying to learn a new sport. 
I think is like mm. the most fun thing ever. Like, so the past mm-hmm. couple summers, like I think the past two summers, I'd go out with my buddy Noah and we'd just like try and figure out how to play tennis. Mm. <laughs> like, I mean, the, like tennis is like with any sport, you don't really realize how much there is to it until you really just kind of like pick it up and start trying to go out and play. But like, I, let's see, like, so obviously frisbee, um, golf, yeah, handball was one of the things I picked up soccer a long time ago tennis um just like trying to figure out how to play a new sport it, it's such a fun process because you you just get better so quickly mm-hmm. and then you start like you start like watching youtube videos on like how to how to like hit a certain shot or something like that and it's just like i don't know so i would say like just trying to get like better at something and i and i hope that's something i'd carry into like my retirement cuz my parents are like retirement age now and yeah. And it's just like my parents work so much. Like I've been telling them they should retire for the past like 5 years now cuz I mean they're they're in a position where they can and it's just like they keep stressing themselves out so much. My dad has his own tax practice. My mom is working like consulting and it's just like come on. Like there's no reason <laughs> that you guys need to be working the amount you are. Like so yeah, I keep telling them they should retire and it's just like when you retire and you work like <laughs> 50 60 hours a week and you just give up work it's like what the hell are you gonna do in your free time it's like exactly. like try and think about that right now like yeah, i know if you if you all of a sudden had no work not a single thing to do for yeah. a career like what would you be spending your time on obviously besides this podcast which is ma- maximum like you know like three hours every other day yeah what would you be spending your time on play a shitload of golf and play a shitload of golf yeah and i do <laughs> see those guys out there yeah that they're retired and they just play golf there's there's guys that golf every morning at seven yeah 18 holes every day wow that's the life that is the life uh-huh. damn yeah looking forward to retirement now. Uh-huh. or you can i already envision it once i retire i bet i'll be an old guy working on a, at a golf course because Older guys, they just sit on mowers all day. Hmm. They throw on, you know, you, you're sitting on a, a big mower, just mowing the rough, going back and forth, you know, long fucking stretches. Just yeah. going back and forth down an entire hole. And just, please, Max, shut up. I'm trying to I'm trying to record a podcast here. But they just you just throw on headphones and you just listen to whatever. It is Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. I listen to uh, yeah a lot of Joe Rogan. <laughs> lots lots of comedy podcasts. That's my thing. Yeah, comedians. I love comedy. I feel like there's definitely something. There's just something better to listening to like a podcast instead of music. Like I feel like after yeah. I've been listening to music for too yeah. long, yeah. It's and just, you get it. You get it because that one internship that you said you'd listen to my podcast all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you listened to music for a while. Yeah, for the first couple of weeks, yeah. and then I was like, it's like I don't. I just yeah. don't want to listen to music anymore. Yeah, exactly. I don't. Exactly, like you listen to that. Even no matter how long, no matter how long your playlist is, you get sick of it after yeah. like a few weeks, mm-hmm. and you're just done. And then you just need something else. So, podcasts, podcast, man, podcast on the golf course. Sometimes we listen to on like a a day you're on a mower all day, or a day you're just like work on your own all day. You're listening to eight hours of shit every day. Yeah, fucking. We were working with uh, Barrett Nelson. He was just listening to fucking Harry Potter books the whole time. Yeah. Just audiobooks, just Harry Potter. Just 
Nothing else day. to do. <laughs> yeah, nothing else to do. So you just listen to podcasts all the time. Right. That's kind of, I've said it before, that's how I got into podcasts. I was just, right. I left ripping, was out there, just riding a, a big mower all day, every day, eight hours a day, listening to Joe Rogan, listening to other comedians. And I was like, you know what? Maybe it would be cool if I had one. Why not? So right. I fucking did it. And the crazy thing about podcasts, too, is like like I was saying, you sort of just kind of get drawn into whatever you're listening to. Like, man, huh? I remember one day I was at work. I don't know if, like, I put this on somehow or if it, like, auto-played on my Spotify or whatever. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, it's, like, 2 o'clock. I'm listening to this, like, like monk like this like shaolin monk talk yep. about like how fulfilling like the art of like jujitsu uh-huh. is to his lifestyle yes. it's just like have i really been listening to this for an hour uh-huh and i was like into it like he was talking about like how <laughs> how like like the art of learning a fighting style can like teach you about yourself it's like crazy holy shit yeah and it's like it's like something like i wouldn't even be able to to elaborate on yeah, any of exactly. it, but it's, it's just interesting. Exactly, that's how it's the most interesting thing I could possibly be uh-huh. listening to at that time. Yeah, that's how I feel like when I hear Joe talk about anything like psychedelics related. Yeah. <laughs> like I've never done any psychedelics, and, you know, and like I just you just bring guests on, they're just talking about mushrooms, DMT. Oh my god, all that shit. I'm I, am, just, I am. I just terrified I just, of that. I it's I. <laughs> Dude, I've heard stories like people. Going on DMT, like, lacrosse is a crazy place. Yeah. There's stories about people doing anything. Anything. Of course. I've heard stories of people being on DMT, and, like, they feel like they have physically aged 15 years. Like, they, like, said that they felt like, while they were on their trip, that they lived 15 years of life. And they woke up, and all of a sudden, like, everything was gone. Like, that is mentally yeah. scarring. Yeah, I know. And then <laughs> I love listening to hear, listening to people tell those stories. So that's why, I, like, when Joe brings on people who are like, "Oh my god," and like he brings on people with like their thing. Joe Joe bring Joe brings on a lot of people who like they have one thing they're focused on. Yeah, and when he brings on people like that, like their thing is mushrooms, and you just you just listen to them for like three hours, just be like, you know, I was just went all over the place. It's like, whoa! I just yeah. I listen to that for hours and hours and hours. Yeah, just get deep dive into it, just listening. Oh, dude, there's some crazy shit down that rabbit hole, man. Like there's some people who like they somehow associate like shrooms and like psychedelics with like religion because apparently Uh yeah like psychosyllabin or uh whatever um like the certain like peyote or something like that was was very prevalent in the Middle East where Uh these biblical stories are said to take place. So they have this theory that that people envision these religious things because of psychedelics and they like attribute their entire religion to like psychedelics like mm-hmm. is this is a deep rabbit hole yeah like, it's insane I know, I know. i've i've been down it <laughs> yeah i'm sure listening to joe rogan i'm sure you have it like wasn't yeah. his thing like he started off like being like like that was almost his thing was like yeah psychedelics or something like that yeah so obviously I'm a big fan of fucking podcasts. Yeah. Specifically I comedy noticed, podcasts. I noticed that. So I know a lot 
of shit, probably more than the average person does about Joe. Where like <laughs> weird flex. <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's a very strange flex. I know so, Joe. Yeah, I know, I know Joe. I know Joe. But like, yeah, he's when he started out the show. Like, obviously, he's a huge like he's a weed guy. Yeah, weed all the time, all the time, all the time. Yep. But when he started out, he wasn't like that. Mm. But then one of his friends was like, "You got to try it," and it just like he he tried weed once and it just it just went down he just went down this huge fucking rabbit hole yikes and then ever since then he's been just having guests on just to talk about it that sounds like my sophomore year of college (laughs) (laughs) i stopped smoking when i when i had to go into my internships though but that was a that was a fun year of school i will tell you that (laughs) yeah joe's all over the fucking place dude yeah i know and he like he's an ambassador for it now he has like this like brain x right Uh like like yeah. just like mushroom pills, basically, pretty much. He's like I know, like Mike Tyson was like a huge ambassador. Oh, for Mike mushrooms. Tyson! Oh, you can. Mike Tyson, he does mushrooms so often. Mm. Like you can, I think it was whatever. I think it was like Impulsive that podcast with uh, Logan Paul that Mike Tyson with on was on. You can see he starts out the podcast eating like a full handful no. of just mushrooms, just like just like off. No, just like eat that's not all. even right there. Yeah, you can dude. look. You can look it up. Like, what was he? What was he like? Like I, at the end of the podcast, I think he was just normal Mike Tyson. No, this is how he functions. I think, I think Mike Tyson has said that like he has to do that to like not kill himself. Not no, not like like to keep himself in check. Like you know how like crazy he was. He was like, oh yeah, when he was like fighting, he was like just angry just all over the place 24 7 so he takes like mushrooms and smokes a ton of a ton of weed and just that's how he just keeps himself calm man <laughs> that's it as <laughs> an animal yeah <laughs> yikes i heard that he was trying to like start getting into box like like getting into boxing again like he was yeah. thinking about fighting somebody yeah yeah he's, that I guy's like I, 50 now <laughs> yeah he's older there's you been know? weirder fights i suppose uh-huh. never thought i'd see nate robinson in the octagon <laughs> Got his ass handed to him. <laughs> oh my god, that's a that's a one way to ruin your legacy real quick is to step outside of your expertise, your zone mm. of expertise, and then just get your ass handed to you. Next, your favorite restaurant and your go to order there. It's a popular question on the show, but you can tell a lot. But from you can tell a lot about a person from like what they like to eat. That's true. That is true. My favorite restaurant, man. I feel like... It could be anything. It could be sit-down, fast food. You say fucking McDonald's, trust me, I won't judge. <laughs> nah, see, I feel like... I'm going to see. I'm gonna seem like an asshole coming around and saying this. Yes, but, like, I feel like because I know, like, I've looked up, like, the macros of, like, what's in McDonald's. Yes. Like, how it, it has, like, 2,000 calories in a meal and, like, literally no nutritional value. Uh-huh. Like, I just can't eat it anymore. Mm. Like, like, because I know... Like, if I work out and then I go, like, eat McDonald's, there's, like, no benefit, basically. It's, like, it, this This was the thing that pissed me off. I, I was drinking, a, like, uh-huh. I drank a lot of beer, like, when I started working out, thinking that, like, all these extra calories are going to, like, help me, like, mm-hmm. bulk up, right? Because I'll let you in a little secret here. My freshman year of college, uh-huh. I was 160 pounds. Six foot five, hundred and sixty pounds. Yeah, I was, I was, I was a little, 
I've always been like around six foot six two ish, but I was also the super light kid where I was like, I was oddly skinny. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm still I, I'm still skinny, but like, I mean, like do you have to as a tall person, you have to eat so much yeah. to gain any weight at all. Like it's uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable yeah. amount of food. And I so I had to go to a dietitian my first like year of college, and just like how the hell do I do this? And since then, I've gained 40 pounds. Mm. Like, it's obviously, it's not all, like, like some of it's fat, obviously. But it's mm-hmm. probably, like, like healthy fat. So, f- over the past, like, three years, I've put on about 40 pounds. But it's just, like, oh, so, yeah. because I know that, like, it's, like, there's literally no nutritional value in the same thing for beer. Uh-huh. I just feel like it's not as fun anymore, you know? Like, I feel like, yeah. like before I was just like, oh yeah, sure. Like it's, I'm drinking beer, but like, oh, it's kind of healthy. Cause it's going to help me like bulk up. Right. But no, it's apparently just like empty calories, which to me, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, right. Well, because a calorie, what is it? What does it mean? Empty. A calorie is a calorie is by definition energy. Uh-huh. Right. And so if it's energy, like, okay. So beer get, right. Yeah. You can get fat yeah. off of calories. It's energy. So. Why can't it also go towards muscle if it yeah. can create fat? You think that doesn't even make sense to me. And maybe, maybe if one of you bio people from UW Madison that have been on this podcast can answer that question, man, I would appreciate it because that that shit confuses me. But my favorite restaurant, I do a lot of cooking for myself, um, and my I would say like just because I don't know. I, I'm broke now. I like okay. Uh, so let's after go with, let's go with this. What was what's your favorite meal you can cook for yourself? Yeah, I'm gonna have to cook for myself every single night next semester because I am I have very little left to my name after that trip. My favorite meal to make for myself is curry. I love Indian mm. food, um, just because you don't have to be good at cooking in the slightest. You throw curry powder. Cayenne pepper, um, salt, any any kind of curry. It doesn't even matter what kind of curry it is. It's gonna turn out tasting good. Mm. Like, like basically, all you have to know how to cook is chicken and rice, which pretty simple. Basically, some of the easiest things you'll ever <laughs> have to cook, and you can make some fantastic recipes just by adding like some like coconut milk and then maybe like curry powder, salt, pepper whatever you can't miss it's so easy and plus you can it's so easy to make in bulk because you just make an entire like rice cooker full couple chicken breasts and then you got food for like half a week it's easy Mm -hmm. what would you say the broad question yeah your favorite shows or movies of all time peaky blinders hands down I am I just started the new season came out, came out on Netflix. Yeah. I didn't even I'm, know that. Yeah, it just came out on Netflix. Oh, man. Yes. I'm going to have to rewatch the entire thing. <laughs> I'm about an episode an episode and a half into the new season. It's just as good. Yeah. As the other one. Picked up right I, where they left off? Yep, right where they left off. Just the, the usual. Mhm. The usual shit. Yep. Huh. Man. So I started watching that because obviously I was so into like England and English culture and stuff like that. But man, there's something about that show that is just so so, good. Yeah. It's so good. Like all their characters, like I feel like 
the one thing that kind of put me off about the show, and we won't talk about this too long because people don't, who don't know about Peaky Blinders mm-hmm. are probably going to get bored out of their minds, but the thing about Peaky Blinders is that, like, their characters have such a strong, yeah. like, like, it's so important to the show, every uh-huh. character's personality, yes. and they've changed over the course of the show, like, the seasons. Like, they've been tamed by women, basically. Basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is how life goes. I have a strong appreciation for that. A woman will ground you. And it's just, it's just like, oh my God, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable how like realistic and like accurate every single Uh situation in that show seems while also being the most outlandish shit ever. Yeah. It's like a street gang in Birmingham and like the, I don't even know what, when that takes place. And I think it, I'm trying to remember, I think it's in the thirties. I think. Yeah. So prohibition. I would think was part of the whole thing. So yeah. it was around the twenties or thirties. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be around that. But if you, if you, if you're listening and you haven't seen it, Peaky Blinders, you gotta watch fucking Peaky Blinders, amaz- It's an amazing show. Yeah. Definitely up there in, at the top of the list. Of, for sure. For me, like top shows, like I, my favorite show of all time, Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. That was great. I, I watched the Ozarks. That was, that was pretty good. Peaky Blinders, great. I've been watching a lot of The Boys. Oh, I love The Boys. Yeah. Yes. A good one. Great I haven't haven't watched a whole ton of it just because I haven't had the right subscriptions, but whenever I go to her buddy's house, mm. it's a good show. Oh, it's great. I'll preface it. Like, like you know it's a good show because I can't even really, like, I have very little patience for, like, whenever I, like, pick a movie yeah. on Netflix or, like, a show, I'll get bored of it so quick. Uh-huh. I don't have a whole ton of patience for it. Um. But Peaky Blinders, I have all the time in the world for that show. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Next up, where do you think will be the next place you visit on like a vacation or a trip of some sort? I think at this point, it's pretty hard to say because one, I I have to recoup a lot of money. I have to get a lot of money back before this can happen again. And as much as I would love for it to be Europe, I don't think it will be realistically. Um, I do all right for myself right now. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it'll be, and I think I have some positions lined up where I'll make a decent amount in the future. Yeah. So I think within the next five years, I'm hoping I'll get back to Europe. But the next time I go somewhere, I'm hoping it's somewhere like Nashville, Tennessee, or I mean, I could very realistically see it's like probably like um, like Myrtle Beach or somewhere for like spring break. Could very easily be that, just because being in college, it happens. Boys put together a trip, um, so it could be one of those. I really want to go to Nashville though. Mm, yeah, I've never been huge into country music. What do you? What's your opinion on country? music? I don't like country. Look at. I can listen to a lot of genres of music. For some reason, country has never clicked for mm-hmm. me. Where it's not like I'm sitting here, like my parents are big into country. Yeah. Whenever we're on like the boat or a trip or some sort, there's country playing. Sure. I've listened to a lot of country. I still don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. It, I mean, so my experience with country uh-huh. is like. So I'm I'm a huge fan of like rap R&B. Yes, yes. And country music is about as far away from that as yes. as you can get. Um 
because one, the lyrics are actually like important in country music. Like country music is about <laughs> like telling a story. Yes. And like stuff like that. Not so much with rap. Yeah, for me, I don't even listen to the words anymore yeah, because yeah. it's like they're not worth really listening no, to. They're not. To be completely honest, like I, I just kind of like view like the flow or like the rap or whatever. I just it's like just another instrument basically. Mm-hmm. Like I don't listen to the words, and my girlfriend fucking hates that I say that because <laughs> so she loves country music. Yeah, and she's all about like she's always sending me like cute shit, like cute songs and stuff like that. And you know what? After a while. It stuck. I have to admit, like, I will get down to some country music. (laughs) And, like, it's, you have to listen to it differently. Obviously, it's for different occasions. Yeah. It's for different, like, like, obviously, you're not going to listen to country music while you're working out. But it's, it's fun. And and I really got, like, the first one I ever got into was Johnny Cash. Because my grandpa, um... You know, he knew like every song by Johnny Cash by heart on the guitar and he would like sing and I would like pretend I knew how to like play the harmonica and we would like just fucking have mm. a jam sesh or whatever. And um, so like I grew up listening to like Johnny Cash and stuff like that. Um, and so when I f- when I like started to try and get into country for yeah. my girlfriend's sake, I would like turn to that kind of stuff. And I like it because it tells like a story and if you really pay attention which i don't very often when i listen to music yeah me too it's it's kind of it's entertaining for sure like there's there's like the pop country which i find hard to to get into sometimes which is a lot of like i don't know it's a lot of the popular country music right now and it's just it's not it's not the right mix i i prefer like more so like towards like the folk country music where like it's like proper, like something my grandpa would be listening mm. to while he's working out on the farm or something mm-hmm. like that. So it's it's definitely a newly acquired taste for me. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's why I feel like Nashville, Tennessee would be like a good spot. Like, to like if you're like halfway into country music, you go to Nashville, you're probably like you're in. Like that's that's the gateway. Once you go to Nashville, mm-hmm. you're country fan. You're never going back. Well, you're never going back to other genres. You're going back to Nashville. That's a given. That's a given. But what I've heard about Nashville is that apparently, and this is similar to lacrosse, it's literally just one street all the Ooh. way down. It's all bars, yeah. probably all country music. So it doesn't matter how drunk you are, you're going to find your way to the next place. Next up. Now, you know this next question. The last question. Mm-hmm. The last one, you already know it. You've heard it a hundred times. Where do you see yourself in 10 years if everything goes according to plan? The classic question. I'm going to tell you right now. I've always been this way. Uh-huh. I know you, Ted, you said that you were the exact opposite. Yep. I have had my life planned out at least five years in advance for as long as I can remember. So I can tell you in very clear detail. Ten years, you'll be... Well, so ten years, I'll be 31 years old. 31 years old. My goodness. 31 <laughs> years old. So, where do I even start? I'm imagining I'll still be working for an accounting firm if huh? my current plans hold. And working in public accounting isn't too big of a 
pain in the ass. I'll probably still be working for Deloitte. I'll be on the track to making partner, which is the place where you don't basically have to do any more accounting anymore. You're just a marketing guy. You're getting new clients, mm -hmm. stuff like that. You get probably a quarter of a year off. Don't have mm. to work. Getting paid ridiculous money. And you get paid to travel. Mm. Get your hotel expenses reimbursed. That'd be nice. <sighs> don't know where I'll be working yet, to be honest. I don't, I don't see... I would love to stay in Wisconsin. Family is pretty important to both me and my girlfriend. And, like, especially when your parents get old. Mm -hmm. Like, that's always a difficult thing. You don't want to, like, go too far away. And um, so, I don't know. Wisconsin, it's just, it's just, the winters just suck, man. Like, they're bad. Yeah. I, I like ice fishing, though. That's the yeah, thing. you big I, ice fishing guy? I'm a, I'm a big ice fishing guy. That's the only thing that gets me through the winter. Is that enough to keep you around in Wisconsin, you think? I don't Maybe. I, I really... I I need to be close to family. That's my thing. Sure. So if my pretty much all my family's in Wisconsin, I gotta stay close to Wisconsin. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. Fair enough. That's the one. The one thing I like about Wisconsin is you get a little bit of everything. Where it's like, maybe I wouldn't want to live somewhere down south where it's just warm constantly. Yeah. I like how it fluctuates. Where it's like, you're super. It's insanely hot out. Then it kind of sinks back down. Mm. And it goes fucking freezing. <laughs> And then it slowly rises back up. I kind of like how it fluctuates all over the place. See? So, like, I feel like it gives you more of an appreciation for what you have. Uh huh. You know? Yeah. When when you're here and, like, you can be in the same spot and, like, one part of the year you're swimming on the lake, the next part of the year you're fucking skiing down a mountain in the snow. Yeah. You know, that. That kind of fluctuation. I kind of like that. Yeah, I definitely think there's something to that. And uh -huh. for that reason, I don't think I'd go too far south. Like, I've, I've, I've never been there before. Um, like, but North Carolina always sounded interesting to me. Um, mm -hmm. Tennessee is a good middle ground um, where I feel like you definitely get the seasons, but it's a little bit warmer. Essentially, I don't mind if it snows. I just don't want it to get to that point okay. where it snows and then it goes down into like negatives and then the snow just <laughs> yeah. gets packed down and turns yep. into ice and then doesn't leave for like two, three months. Mm. That for me is the by far the worst part of winter. And also when it's transitioning to spring, you get that slush and then it finally goes away and then it snows another couple inches and then you get another week of slush it just happens over and over again <laughs> until May. Slush. <laughs> God. So maybe somewhere a little bit further south, not all the way. Mm. Um, 31 years old, have to imagine I'll be married to my current girlfriend now. Probably around 30, early 30s, probably looking at the first kid. I have a dog. and yeah. not, not a cat man. Not a cat man, no. And... <laughs> You know, it makes it a really easy decision because my yeah. girlfriend is allergic to cats. Yeah. Well, and when you say you're a dog person, are you more of like a Chihuahua Maltese? Oh, more God. Of a golden Retriever. I told you this earlier. I am dog sitting some Chihuahuas yes. right now. Well, one okay. of my mom's friends is out of town. Fucking rats. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. The weirdest part for me, uh -huh. she bought a Chihuahua. I get this part because her kids were really little, right? Uh-huh. Four years later, she buys another Chihuahua. How can you make that same mistake twice? When the I, results are very clear. If 
when I get a dog when I'm older, I want like a, a yellow lab. Yeah, exactly. That's what I want. A dog with personality that yeah. just isn't making noise all day. Uh-huh. You know? Fucking Max. Listen, this is episode 78. Trust me. When I open that door to you and I have to shove the dog in your face, mm. that's the most calm, like, he's co- more calm now than he's ever been. Yeah. He used to fucking chase guests down the stairs. <laughs> it was horrible. Like, when I was recording, he, and you saw him, he would like he was down here, he was just sitting here. He would never fucking do that like a year ago. Yeah. It was horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Wow, I can't even imagine because like obviously that your mics are so sensitive. Like, yeah, it must have been really annoying. Oh, it was horrible. I remember I was doing a a one on one episode with uh, Nolan Custer. Yep. And God, what a guy! Yeah, what a guy! And my whole all my family was out of here, and it was just me and Max. And you know, I I tried to get Max used to Nolan, but then all of a sudden Max is upstairs, and he he was able to see out of a window somewhere and was seeing people walk past the house. We were down here, and the dog was just fucking going crazy. Yeah. And he was being so fucking loud that I was sitting here, and, like, you know, you can hear your own voice in your headphones. I was hearing Max bark <laughs> through the mics and and come back through the headphones. I was like, oh, my God. People are going to actually be able to hear this. Yeah. So I was like, I I would, like, leave leave Nolan with a question. I asked him a question, like, what do you think about this? And then I'd run upstairs and be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> You have cool. to do that for like two hours. I can't even imagine. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, like, oh, fucking hell. So yeah, definitely a bigger dog. Like, I mean, as far as family dogs go, like, I feel like it's weird to say at the age of twenty-one that like I already know that I'm gonna have kids. I feel like a lot of people going through the college experience are still a little like people our age already that. having kids. That's so. <laughs> true. That's true. I know at least five people who are either yep. getting married or have kids yep a couple times a year right now i see people getting engaged yeah having kids getting married i'm like oh my god that's crazy i still feel like uh i still feel like i'm in high school i know it it just feels it just feels like that was yesterday dude yeah it's so bizarre to me every time i think about it like like when i see somebody like high school age like i'll just be like man i wonder like what like you know Uh like how old they are like you know and then I think uh-huh. back, like, dude, that's like almost four years ago. From yeah, now. yeah. What the hell? Uh huh. Or when I think about like, if I had, if I was dating someone right now, like, to make a decision right now to spend the rest of my life dude, with them, yeah, that's a lot. That, that's just like I'm just sitting here, like, you know what? If I'd made the choice right now, I think I'd make the wrong decision. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just sitting here, like, if I was dating someone right now. And I had to choose, do I spend the, let's say I live another 50 years, do I spend the another 50 years with this person? I can't, I can't, that's over, that's over two times the amount of time I've been on this planet so yeah. far, where it's like, I can't even fucking say a word. Well, let me tell you something, have you, and I don't, I don't mean to invade. No, go ahead, go ahead, trust me. Listen, I put my whole entire fucking life <laughs> on this microphone, so you're All not right. gonna. All right. What are your current and previous romantic interests looking like? Is there obviously you don't have to say yes, names? Yes, but, obviously, but you know, right now there's really not much going on. Nobody, I mean, nobody's no, special no, at no the golf special, course. No, peaking your no, interest. no one's special. <laughs> and I've for the last 
pretty much the last year I've been in this thing where it's like, I'm focusing on the podcast. I'm focusing on school. I'm not going to see actively like search for a relationship. Like sure. I'll yeah. talk to people. And if, if I want to go on a date with someone, I will, but it's not like I'm out here like really pursuing something where just you wait. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Just I know. You wait. I know it'll, it'll come, it'll come eventually and it'll happen. But right now I, I'm taking it so slow. Like, yeah, obviously during high school, I was able to focus more efforts on that, but mm-hmm. what about in high school? In high school, about the same. No, I, I, I went on my fair share of dates and really? relationships. Yeah, I, that was that was the one area. Sure, I was quiet, but I, mm. I had a fair share. So like, mm. no, it, it mm. wasn't. It wasn't anything. <laughs> it wasn't anything insane. So it's like. It's like, okay, so in middle school, I dated Megan Blaney. Okay. And then once we got into like freshman year of high school, I wanted a couple dates with this one girl. And then sophomore year, I'm trying to remember, it wasn't sophomore year, not much was going on. Junior year. I went on a couple dates with this girl from some prairie, went to homecoming with her. Also junior year, I dated uh, Amber Hodkowicz. Mm -hmm. Dated her. And then my senior year, I dated Ava Scheiger. Mm -hmm. Ava Scheiger. And then after that, once I graduated high school, I hung out a lot with this girl from Oregon. Yeah. And then that was pretty much the last of it. That was right. it. And then I have I, I went on I hung out a little bit with this other girl, like about a year ago. That was pretty much it. So quite quite a bit of turnover here. I'm seeing. Yeah. It's, it's, what you, it's, so, nothing insane, but so what do you what do you kind of like? Do you just kind of think it's too much at some point once you start to kind of get into it? Like yeah, what's your, it's it's. Because you're obviously you're young in high school. It's like you got so much going on. You got your future. Yeah. You have no idea what it looks like. Yeah. At this point, it's all over. It's all over the place, and I'm focusing so much into this podcast right now. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't. I never. I've never said this on the show, ever. Uh-oh. But like, some. Girls do come on the show, mm. okay, and they they have a good time. Sure. And they flirt with me. Like, you can tell, mm. obviously, where Treat. it's, like, it happens, but I've never pursued anything out of that. Yeah. Everybody loves <laughs> a good good guy with a podcast. You yeah, know? a good guy with a <laughs> <laughs> Said no woman ever. (laughs) (laughs) I can see it. I don't know. I don't know. You said it yourself. You're getting some looks. But so I mean, I mean, so it's a lot to think about. Like, like personally for me, I have everything to the T planned out. So for me, it's so easy to say like, yeah, I'm going to 
marry my girlfriend and have kids and stuff like that because I know exactly what it's going to look like. Well, not I don't know what the apartment or house I'm going to live is going to look like, but it's like I can plan yeah. five years out. Yeah. And I've found somebody who's willing to plan with me. Yeah. Which is you, I feel like the stages of going towards that are, I don't know. It, it It's in some ways, uh-huh. I feel like it's like right place, right yeah. time. But it's also, I think about like the attitude of, of, some people because i think that's sort of the reason my first relationship didn't work out was because i i was able to plan out the first five years and Uh i think that we kind of had a mutual understanding like yeah like this would be a nice life but you know the other person kind of just said like i don't i don't want to have my life planned out for me which i took me a long time to understand that and but i get it Uh you know yeah i've just had some I, I haven't planned it out that much. I just have some, like, broad guidelines I'm following. Like, last week, I gave permission to uh, Brady Estevig. I said, listen, if I'm engaged before I'm 25, I gave him permission to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> you got the green light. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, listen, Brady, I, I was talking. He works with me, and I'm like, I'm sitting there with him. I'm like, listen, if I'm engaged before I'm 25, take me out, man. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I said that to him. You got that down in writing or what? <laughs> yeah, maybe I should. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, let me tell you. Once you get to that point where you feel like you got things sorted out, yeah, it's a lot easier to imagine. Yeah, but I It'll mean, happen. I I say that I've been, you know, in between yeah. two relationships for like almost like six years now, and I mean. It's yeah, you mm-hmm. learn you learn a lot. And it's and I feel old mm-hmm. being even willing to settle down, but it's mm-hmm. like when you find the right person, it's just like, man. Yeah. Life seems so easy. It'll happen. It'll happen. I'm sh- I'm sure of it, but especially with a cute guy like you. <laughs> oh, thank you, man. <laughs> thank you, thank you. you gave so, give this strawberry uh Smirnoff and uh, Yeah, how do you know I'm not one of these people uh, flirting yeah, with you yeah, on your yeah. podcast? <laughs> <laughs> giving you gifts. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> so I'm 31, married, golden retriever in the house, first kid on the way. <sighs> Working in accounting. I feel like I feel like exactly what my parents turned out to be. Mm. And it's a little bit weird that way. But it's okay. I don't know. It it's for me, there's a sense of security. Mm-hmm. And I think that like that goes a long way cuz I think if there's anything yeah. that I figured out in these last couple years, it's just like like the one consistent thing that's always going to be there for you is your family. And so I feel mm-hmm. like that, that that's why it's so much more important to me. And I think mm-hmm. that's why I'm able to think like an old person. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited to to get old to for my biggest concern in my day to be fucking mowing the lawn and getting a mm. good cup of coffee. Mm. Oh man. That'd be the life. Playing around at golf at seven AM. Mm-hmm. Man. Every day's a Saturday. Exactly. Well, I hope it lived up to your expectations, sir. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. Seventy. I really hope you had fun. And obviously, 
you'll be coming back. I sure will. Fairly soon. It's like one month. Yeah. That's a crazy. month from now. Yep, you'll be back right, right back where, right back in here. Mm-hmm. And you'll be listening to somebody with a crazy sounding German accent speaking. It. Dude, I will tell you right now, his English is so good. Like, so I can I can speak a little bit of German. I've taken four years of German, mm. or three and a half, I guess, if you include a semester um, in college. But it's it's insane. They've been learning it since like second grade. Mm-hmm. You you'll be. I think you'll be surprised. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm, he's got a lot of interesting perspectives. Oh, yeah. That it'll, it'll be fun. Your first international be, guest on the podcast. Yes, it will be fun. Well, everyone, this has been episode 78. Matthew, thank you for coming. I, I really enjoyed this one-on-one episode. I haven't done one of them in a while. It for was sure. fun. It was Me fun. Too. All right. All right, everyone. We're going to end this episode right now. Take a picture. Get Matthew back on the road. Get him back in here in a month. You'll be seeing him again, everyone. All right. This is Code 1030. We are out.